Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Greetings from Gitmo podcast. Um, we are here in Austin, Texas, in Joe Rogan's studio. Um, he was kind enough to lend it to me to do this episode, uh, but he will not be on it. Uh, we have actually a much better guest, someone I'm very, very excited to have on. Um, she is my life coach and I'm her life student. Very excited to have her. Today we have Kaylin. Thank you so much for being here. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, as an extra special treat, we actually also have pork chop. Now, pork chop is not a cut of meat. She is a corgi. She is beautiful. She is sporting a uh, what appears to be gay pride bow on her collar, uh, which is very good. Pork chop, anything? Snort, snort, bark, bark. <laughs> she's not. She's not interested in the mic that, at that all. That loosely so translates to, "I am a fashionista, bitch." <laughs> and she is. She's uh, very. She's beautiful. Um, it's nice that we're in the age of body positivity and beautiful at um, you know every weight because pork chop is uh, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, which we love. We stand that. But um, you know, hey, she's a good girl. Where are you going? Where do you? You don't. You're supposed to be our. Okay, that's fine. Um, so you were telling me that you may potentially have a neighbor that's an escort. Yes, yes. So uh, I... <laughs> I just knocked something over. Um, it's like okay, a limp roller. I'm going to not... You good, you good. It's a limp roller. There we roller. go. Okay. Yeah, so, so my neighbor, um, I've met her a couple times. I couldn't tell you what her real name is. Uh, but... <laughs> She has some frequent gentleman callers that I only know because I have a ring, uh, and, and I see these gentleman callers at random times of the <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, actually, m- more specifically, when she first moved in, uh, her, well, I refer to him as party sir dude. Uh, <laughs> he, he's like the only one who actually takes her on legitimate dates per you know my episode of Ring that I see. Right, they right, come and right. Go. Uh, he actually mistook my my place for <laughs> her place. It's hilarious to think that uh, by mistake you could have been on a date with a nice, uh, you know, Middle Eastern man. But <laughs> if you weren't expecting it, yeah, that'd be a little jarring. I, I definitely wasn't expecting it. Uh, he actually came at decent time. Um, most of them, like one time, um, there was a, a gentleman who came at like five in the morning. <laughs> Uh, came or left? Came, showed up at five in the morning. He must be like a like a like a blue collar factory worker, you know, like just getting off the shift or something. You know, he and lo- he 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 looked like it. Yeah, he, 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 oh. wore, the, he wore the part. <laughs> <laughs> but he got them hands dirty, and he was gonna get them hands dirty oh, again. Oh yes, uh, but yeah, like so at that point in time, so I get the notifications on my phone, and uh. I didn't have Do Not Disturb set up yet. I quickly learned how to uh, set that feature up on my phone because of you know the gentleman callers. Oh, okay. So uh, every time somebody walked by, you got a notification on your phone. Yeah. You knew. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. For, for the most part, like there. So this is kind of getting ahead of the like whole gentleman caller story, but um, because of a comment that party store dude made one time <laughs> about uh, something in my house. So I'm. Pork chops a corgi. I'm part of this Michigan corgi club. 
uh, and they have a Christmas card exchange. So on my wall, I have like all these Christmas cards that you can see from the front. And I normally like I'm lazy. Like if you look around, like all my blinds are open. Like I just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Um, like I, I also kind of funny. I am that neighbor who's like always naked too. So it's like, oh, well, hey, whatever. Oh. Like you're gonna see. But like also, <laughs> other than the front, like you're not like that's the only time you'll ever see right right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not complete mirrors all the or right. windows all the way around sure so sure. he could they go by the ring he makes this comment about like how i have all these cards and he's like oh, how how do you get that many <laughs> and and she kind of laughed and and it's like a very small snippet right it, it's not that long it's maybe like a minute like 60 seconds that i i have it set to record and she kind of laughed and then that was it so one of my coworkers and I, so I, I was telling her this story about the gentleman callers and the whole escort thing, and she thought it was hilarious. So she, you know, her and I, she's like, next time this happens, like, I need to know, like, I need you to send me the video. So I started doing that, and this was the video that I sent. And she goes, oh, she, I said, I thought about putting a note that said, like, I'm in a corgi club or whatever on my door so he would see it when he left in the morning because he usually, he usually shows up usually a weekday, usually Tuesday or like a Thursday. Like I, like I have this, like their schedules like down pat. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes he shows up on a weekend. You, you may actually be employed by this woman. Like I, I don't, she, she really should be paying you if you're going to be a personal assistant like this or I, a manager or whatever. I mean, I mean it's, it's we deserved. We talk about uh, how like, cause I don't know if they know about each other either. Oh, because spicy. Okay. Like, so one day, I can't imagine they would. One day, like, skinny dude came and then left. Like, he was there during, like, day hours. And then party star dude showed up, like, two hours later. So it was, like, a two for two? Two for one? What would that even be? Yeah, I mean, it would be, like, you know, just a revolving door of cock. She she was, like, double stuffed that day, basically. (laughs) 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 I don't... Um, so it's 2023. I don't think we refer to women as uh, cookies now, but um, yeah, Oreo's doing a great product. But to be <laughs> legally double stuffed, as per the uh, pornography definition, that's that's two at once. So that's so, like an Eiffel Tower. Well, so, well, well, no. Funny enough, well, the Eiffel Tower is actually more, that's men. Yeah. Men and, well, no, you're still. Yeah, yeah. It's two yeah. two dicks. The Eiffel Tower comes from the actual structural position of how the woman gets entered. Um, being like DP, as it's known in the in the world, um, it's either you know like two dudes at the same time and like one in one hole and one in the other, or both in the same hole if she's really like loosened up kind <laughs> of thing. Goosey. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I mean I don't know if that would be she. I'm trying to think of what actually that would be called for her. I'm wondering too. So, so only one of these gentlemen takes her out on a date, yeah, as far so, as you can tell. So, party star dude is the only one that I've seen that actually shows. Like, I went in the beginning. He used to show up with flowers. It was kind of cute. So he he would show up with flowers <laughs> and like actually take her out on dates. But like getting back to that story, um, we thought it would be funny. So I didn't put the note because then we figured like oh then they'll know i'm watching right not that not that like you shouldn't know because it's a fucking ring right right right, right, right. so i didn't okay. do that but then we decided well let's put random things out there on my tree stump so <laughs> i put a banana out there that day and so i put just a solo banana on the tree stump um he did not see it the next morning i was quite disappointed uh but oddly enough he put his shoes on outside that morning which was was, was new 
Left them out on the welcome mat? No, like he, like, took, like, normally I would think, like, you would put your shoes on in the foyer or whatever, like, the inside, but he, like, walked outside and put his shoes on, which was why he, like, didn't see the banana, I'm guessing, because he was, like, too, you know, like, (laughs) consumed in putting his shoes on. Right, right, right. So, was it like he was, like, leaving in a rush? No, I mean, go, hey, time's like, up, buddy. Get the fuck yeah, out. No, know? I mean, <laughs> he like he he comes and goes at like the same times. Like he usually leaves around like seven, in between like seven and nine, in the that's, morning. See, that's why. See, I, and he is usually, he's the most frequent one that stays the night too. Interesting. Like the other one, the skinny dude usually comes during the daytime hours. Um, and then like the one gentleman in the very beginning who showed up randomly at like 5 a.m. I remember because he was kind of like intimidating looking too. like and I, <laughs> and, like, and I and I think it woke me up. So like I saw it at like as it was happening, I was like, what the hell? Like the live feed on your phone, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like it was happening like, at, like I, it woke me up because it's like connected to my Amazon. Right. So like you, you'll hear like if somebody were to walk by right now, you'll hear. Someone is walking by the uh, moat, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it woke me up because I didn't have "Do Not Disturb" set on like everything at that time. Okay. And uh, he showed up at five and like left in like I don't know an hour and a half, two hours. He wasn't there very long. Very long. Wow, good for him. I mean, I, if I was showing up at five minutes in and out, I mean like maybe six, seven, just to you know like get undressed and dressed again. But like. <laughs> it's it's weird because i'm i'm not thinking she's like a sugar baby or escort because that would mean that she's like leaving and they're going places and just kind of like being seen together right so yeah she could be like just an actual prostitute if they're just like banging and like leaving and like that's the end of the transaction like in and out in a couple hours, you know, you book it like a massage session. I feel like session. she kind of has like different levels too. Like, the, cause there's different gentlemen that stay longer. Like party sir dude, for example, you know, he actually escorts her and takes her on, like they leave, they leave for a few hours and come back and then he stays the night. And then you have like the skinny dude who shows up during daytime hours. Like I've seen him like help her move stuff before too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and then there's the intimidating man that showed up at 5 a.m. who just a couple hours came. Wham, bam, thank you, he ma'am, probably, I guess. He probably got confused. She was like, do you want to come over and destroy these boxes? And he was like, of course. <laughs> and she's like, oh, like move, actually. And he was like, oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but you said plural, though, so like we can do both, right? That is, I mean, like, of course, right. you would have to. I mean, like, you're already there, so. But, I mean, she drives. So, I actually had to look up the logo of her car. But, like, she has, like, a nice car. It's the, uh, crap. And I I looked it up, and people told me it starts with an A. Alfa Romero. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, sound? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah, she yeah. has, yeah. like, an SUV, Alfa oh, nice. Romero. Huh. And, and her, so, she has a son, too. Uh, which, which her son, her son is actually very nice. Uh, when I first met the son, because he wasn't around for a while at first, but when I first met the son, he, uh, I had gotten like an Amazon package, and it was a weekday, or yeah, so it was a weekday, and I was working, so they like dropped it off in the morning, and then he must have like came and gone and saw it, and then like at five five o'clock that night, he he actually knocked on my door and like wanted to make sure that I got this package because he said like this has been outside for a while. I just want to make sure you know it doesn't get stolen or something. 
and I, and I think they're from Chicago area. So like I get that mentality, but I want to be like, we're, we're not like for the amount of information you know about these people you definitely you're involved <laughs> like uh, you're gonna get a knock on your door one day that says hey so like you know we've known each other for a little while um this is what i do do you think you'd be into something like that like it's going <laughs> to happen for sure um and ironically I'm, enough like our like our relationship that we have and kind of like the initial story of how we met I feel like back then, and I don't even know how many years ago it's been now, but like back then, that was definitely like Kaylin mentality, right? Like, like the revolving door of gentlemen. I mean, maybe not like let. We used to call it like our motto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my sister oh. and I, right? So we used to call it our <laughs> motto. She was much better at it than I was. I usually ended up getting attached, which kind of ended the whole like revolving door. Oh, thing. interesting. I kind of um, remember that being the case, but um, without had I not been there and I had just known you two, I would have I would have said it would have been the opposite almost. You know, and and it's funny because you would think that. I think I just talked a really really good game, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh, we, like at the time when we met, like I was seeing a, a guy, and I just got out of a relationship, and like in my head it was like, oh yeah, like definitely gonna like date around and like you know see get the bang out, out there, and yeah. see what's out there sure. and it was literally just the one person <laughs> but I, I definitely <laughs> talked a, a mad game you know um but it was it was um you know it was uh what's the, what's the word i'm looking for it was it was backed up you know by like there were always like dudes around and so, uh, not like in the sense of your you know fuck buddies but like uh like just men hanging out and stuff yeah so that, yeah that's valid i think i think maybe not that they were let on but they were like oh hey i'm part of the group now <laughs> and maybe i'm gonna get something or whatever. i could see I, that I, happening I, I i've i've always had more guy friends than women mm. friends i think so i think that makes sense too um but yeah, no, like I, it's funny that you say like that one day, maybe I'll get this knock and like, yeah. I can like get in on, on this. Cause it, it, it's funny. Like, I feel like as I've gotten older, it's like, like, yeah, like not like, like, for example, like I, people were talking the other day about like how I'm single and like, oh, you should go on the dating apps. And it's like, bro, like I don't have time for dating apps. Like I can't do, can't do the dating apps. I'm too old and I don't have time <laughs> for your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so, if this was Kaylin back then, you know, I would be all about the fuckery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I still don't, I don't think, like, I don't, saying I don't have time to be on my phone is like, it's just such a lie. You're, you're, we're all attached to our phone. There's no way you can't find a couple minutes every day to swipe right and stuff. I mean, and I get it that like, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the, the, the quality of men isn't exactly top tier out there, but. Like I, so you're out at the grocery store talking to guys <laughs> like, like, I, you know, what I, mean? I think it's less the fact that I don't like when I say I don't have the time for a dating app, it's less that I don't have the time to be on my phone because yes, I mean like I'm very attached to my phone and like the social medias and the interwebs. I think it's more, I don't have time for the bullshit and the nonsense that's going to be on the app. I, I was actually talking about this uh, recently in the uh, so it's Discord and it's basically like an AOL chat room and they have like this dating section and I was just saying how uh, I just I don't have the patience maybe 
Yeah, like like dating. Even when I was on the apps and all that, like I mean, and this like goes way back to when like even before like phone apps, and it was like what what is it like okay Cupid or like oh yeah I want to say like Christian Mingle, but like like, I wasn't I was never on Christian Mingle because like but or or like (laughs) Farmers Only, right? You know, like those kind of websites. Yeah, she was on Black People Meet. (laughs) Um, And you know, like the small talk. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just it's very time consuming, and I think nowadays, like if I'm going to, if I'm actually going to dedicate my time into dating in general, like I feel like I want to meet somebody in real life. Yeah, I you definitely know what I get mean? that. So like maybe I, w- I maybe I will be at the grocery store, and some gentleman caller will walk up and comment <laughs> on the. Uh, I don't know that he likes that I have bananas and peanut butter and protein <laughs> in my grocery <laughs> cart and you know maybe we'll start talking about fitness or something I'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> as a man what's going to happen is that he's gonna comment on the size of the eggplant you just bought and then it's gonna slowly devolve from there <laughs> and about how you know his uh, uh, cock is eggplant-esque and you know, uh, hey, how about you stink up this cuke or something? I mean, I, I don't like. I've, I've approached women in real life and stuff, but it, you just almost kind of devolve into, you know, your worst lizard brain caveman self, <laughs> and it's like it's never anything productive. And so it's just like, I don't know, not dating apps aren't either. I mean, like you said, it's just a ton of bullshit and like, you know, uh, kissing a bunch of frogs before you find a prince type thing or whatever. But I don't know. There's still there's still some benefit to it. I don't think people should rely on it as much as they do in general, because some people now just do not know how to communicate with one another in any context, let alone like dating and stuff. And so it's like use the tools at your disposal, but I mean, like also see what's out there in the real world. So basically what I'm saying, I don't think you should discount apps and stuff like that, but I get what you're saying that it's like, if it happens naturally and organically, that's going to be a lot better. The last time I actually used an app, I was actually in Jackson hole skiing and this was a couple of years ago. And nice. the, the group of us were actually all single at the time. Um, I think only my one buddy Merrick is not single anymore. And the other two, so we we were not even looking for dating, really, or hookups at the time. It was more possibly a drug that we didn't have yet, and we were looking for said drug. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided, um, hey, why don't we go to the dating apps? And they all had Tinders. I did not have a Tinder. I, many, many, many years ago, I had a Tinder. Uh, so we made myself a Tinder, and that morning or that day, the day before – we had actually taken this uh, trip to a hot spring, and I had brought this like black one-piece bathing suit that basically showed like my ass. And they they <laughs> like they are very all about like the angle. So like we used that one of those pictures on my Tinder profile. Oh. And so <laughs> the two who were actually like looking for also possibly like hooking up. Uh, weren't getting any hits and then I was and it, and it was funny because like I was purely on there for the alternative reason not looking to hook up right. and I and I was getting <laughs> like people had what we wanted but like I they also wanted to hook up and it was kind of like well like I, I can't go to where you are um <laughs> and like if you come here 
Like, I'm not interested in the other. Like, I, I purely <laughs> just want that for my friends, right? And the funny story about that is, like, so we never ended up getting what we wanted, right? Oh. Um, but there was a gentleman on there who, so then it shifted to, so, I mean, I go there every year, right? But, like, mm-hmm. when I would go there before, it was very, like, uh, siloed, like, uh, I, I would only like I would ski and I would go to like the same places that my family would go because I would always go with family. And this sure, was like yeah. the first year that I went with friends. Um, so like they kind of wanted to go to like other places or like learn things. And then and I knew about places, but not like enough. So I was started using Tinder as like getting like <laughs> recommendations for places to go like locally and, and stuff like that. And I actually ended up continuing to speak with one of the guys that I met on there. Cause so he actually, <laughs> the day that we, this all happened, I think like the very next day he left. Uh, right. But he, so we had, we kept talking like after the fact, um, and we talked for a few months. I, I actually almost went out and visited him too. <laughs> like he lived in, he lives in New York. Um, I think he still lives in New York. Uh, uh he works on like, uh, my that was gonna be my question. Yeah, yeah. But he was also just happened to be from Michigan. No, no. So he he's from New York and he works on like he's a um I guess that's like a, a set designer, like an architect. Uh and he works on like shows. Oh, okay. So sure. I forget what show it was, but it was like some show on like HBO or, you know, Showtime or something like that. So that was kinda cool. Like, um I don't know if you would say we had like a dating relationship. It, it was kind of weird because like like long like, distance? Uh, maybe, yeah. Like maybe, like we never met in real life, though. Like never met in real life. Never, <laughs> like only met through this Tinder interaction. This just is the, continued. These speaking. are exactly the situations our parents warned us about. By the way, <laughs> you're like diving in headfirst. Like, yeah, I love talking to strangers. We like we hit it off all the time. Like this will not go horribly at all. <laughs> I know, and like I, I legitimately, like, I bought a plane ticket. I was going to go out there and see, and then it was funny because like after the fact, like I didn't end up going because like shit kind of hit the fan like during that weekend. Um, There was like 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 a family nine eleven basically. So so like stuff happened to like that where I didn't go, but like I just remember thinking like one of my good friends was like, so like you've never met him. Like, you know enough about him, right? Like, you guys text all... I mean, we were talking, like, 24-7, basically. So, it was like Just we, through Tinder, or were you texting? No, like, point? we were texting. Okay. Like, it was like we were dating, but we had never met each other, and it was long distance, and, you know, like, yeah. like we were still trying to, like, learn. Like, I, it wasn't until, like, a few months in that I learned he had two children. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh, you mean he conveniently <laughs> left that off of his Tinder profile? <laughs> Call me shocked, um, but yeah, I mean, I could. That's usually a deterrent, you know. Right. <laughs> but I, but I will say, I mean, I think you'd make a great stepmom. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like, you raised me. I mean, what? That, that is valid. Like, it's funny. Like, I always say that I'm terrible with children. Like, children scare me. Like, jokingly, I would say, like, I'm not good <laughs> with kids unless I'm drunk or high. Right, and then you're just beating them, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm such no, a No, I mean, ironically enough, I'm actually very good with children in those situations when, when that happened. Like, if I was just drunk, like, kids love me. Probably because I'm just, like, a child myself. But, like, people are like, wow, they're like, Kaylin, you're so good with my kid. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm also very drunk right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think this is the optimal situation for me to be, like, 
hang. I mean, now, mind you, this is also at a softball tournament, so like it kind of like you know one and one equals two in those situations. But like, like they were around. What? Do you, what? Uh, just people are always drunk at softball. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. You know? Sorry. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I don't think children <laughs> yeah. play softball or no. with you. I don't. I don't. No. Um, I so I'm the life student, uh, but to give you a piece of advice, um, typically being drunk around children is how you end up on a list. So maybe, like yes. maybe that's not the yes. way that we approach uh, hanging out with children. Yeah. Um, I like to, uh, you know, buy mine from Wayfair. They're like, <laughs> it's, it's super, super easy. The shipping is ridiculous. It takes forever. Um, but that's, you know, I, I, I don't know, just a piece of personal advice, you know, is kind of I, I, I think like people. me and children just in general are, you know, like, um, let me have it with like a 10 foot pole or like, like at least like a hand distance just because like, I don't like the whole, like me as a stepmom like scenario. Yeah. Uh, like, especially having an evil stepmom, like my head, like just immediately goes there. So oh, like, right, right, right. but you know, not what not to do. That's true. That's true. I do think, you know, as you know, especially, as your life coach, I do think I would make a dope. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say like a parent because, like, in my head again, like, I, like a, a cool. So I have. A, let me give you another example. It's similar to the life coach, life student situation, but she calls me her babysitter. Uh. <laughs> so she's younger, and we played softball together, um, and I was the cool babysitter that always like took care of her and, you know, like took her under my wing and, you know, like stuff like that. So like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I'll, I'm the cool babysitter, but like, well, much like your neighbor though, the, the, the babysitter term uh, or label rather kind of implies like that it's a transactional relationship. Like you would be paid to hang out. So not that you like weren't, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get were that. her parents paying you and like, how do I get in on that? Um, no, her parents were, her dad liked me. Her dad would come to softball games sometimes, you know, nice. we, we bonded. He golfs, I golf, but he, no, there was no like transactional. Was he anything. single? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I think it always, in my head, I was always kind of implied that he was cause like her parents aren't together, but uh, I don't know. Like again, that that's just Physically like, or like you actually knew they were separated. Oh no, they're separated. Like oh, I know that okay. for a fact. No, not like not like they just didn't show up to like softball games together. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Like they're they're, like her her mom has a boyfriend and like I know all about that and so I know they're not like they are definitely like divorced or separated or whatever on their way out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, I've never, I've never encountered anyone like that as far as um, someone, who I who I've met that I would like date, um, just meaning like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm single, but I'm really on my way out of a relationship right now. Um, I feel like that's a story of my life. Like, that was, like, my last <laughs> relationship. <laughs> and, and I'm just, like, stupid. Like, like, I've been in so many situations like that where, like, I should know better. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, there's that red flag again. Let's, like, go running and charging towards it. It's fine. <laughs> which, which, like, again, kind of the irony of our relationship, me being your life coach and you being my life student, like I, I am phenomenal at giving advice. A hundred percent. Yes. However, Absolutely. do I follow my own advice? Fuck no. no. 
<laughs> Fuck no. Well, do any of us really? And like, honestly, I mean, like, I've I've given relationship advice while I've been single before, and it's just like it's not that you have no qualifications to give the advice, so to speak, but you just aren't in the same circumstances or situations it's, it's almost like you're you. kind of in a different mentality right yeah, yeah yeah i think being able to see things from an outside um observer helps to give insight to somebody because it's like that's just I mean, well that's why I, like going back to that like random i don't even know long distance whatever we were uh, <laughs> catfish that's yeah. why like it worked because and it was funny because i remember thinking about that like because I, I would talk about him like pe- my friends knew about him um we called him God, what was his nickname? It was like New York, uh, something. Okay. Um, you know, I, I will, New York buddy. We'll, we'll call him buddy. New York buddy. Uh, and, and at the time, my my good friend actually, so she was on the dating apps, and she was one of the people who was always like, "How come you're not on the dating apps?" And I'm like, "I live vicariously through you because you know these are your stories." Right. Um, and she had a guy. Gosh, and he had a nickname too. I forget what his nickname was, but you know, we're very big with these nicknames and. I remember I telling her, like, I feel like I need something like what I have because, like, it's real enough, but it's not. Like, I, I can check, like, I can talk to him all day and, like, check in. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, like, if I want to, I, I think, especially with me, I've gotten to the point where, like, I'm so used to being by myself. Sure. And self-sufficient and independent, like, that I just, I don't, I don't have that desire where I need to be with somebody Right. That that's like that question often gets posed like, how are you single? You know, like your X, oh, Y, and right. Z. Of course, yeah. You know, you shouldn't be single. Or like <laughs> it's like blasphemy. Oh my God, you're single. And it's like, dude, like I I'm single because I want to be. You know, yeah. like if I really wanted to, I'm sure I could like get on a dating app and like go on, you know, however many dates or yeah. I, I could knock on my neighbor's door and say, yo, <laughs> hook me up with party store, dude. Does he got a brother or, you Once know, your sons of age, he's going to be over here for sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't her, see how that doesn't, doesn't happen. Her, her son is actually very nice. I, I will, you know, how old is he? I think he's in, I don't know. He, he's not, he can't drive yet. So he's not 16 because he's got a couple different, uh, like go ped moped type things which is again another reason why like she's got to be making money somehow oh yeah absolutely i mean yeah you like there's got to be something there like i i am not just making I wonder, this i mean like thing up i wonder if she's like an only fans girl like maybe she does I, content actually with you know like like two turn tony or whatever yeah I don't know, like yeah, if yeah. you follow him like he like he just not bought... on only fans on tiktok but yes i know he has yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> I, I also don't follow him yeah. on only fans i uh, sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am i am Kaylin, actually Kaylin's i'm not even winking TikTok. at me right now she's actually she's, okay, uh... she showed me her phone and it's a huge piece. But he he just bought his dad that house in like florida or whatever yeah you know which is cool you know, like maybe if I didn't work for corporate America, I also could only fans it up. But anyways, there's got to be something going on there because she like, how does her son have all of these things? Yeah. And how does she drive what she drives? And I don't you know, another thing to her son, I don't even know if he goes to school. <laughs> like he he keeps he too, like her, keeps very odd hours. And I know like I know all of this again because of my ring. But like he like he will leave at like nine which is not school hours like i feel like when we were in school we were going to school at like seven or eight in the morning oh yeah it was right early before sunrise yeah and, it and was not i never see him get on a bus he's always scoot scooting around on that 
little go-ped thing. And, and yeah, we like, connected over that because during the <laughs> summer last year, I bought an e-bike. Because oh, nice. I thought it, you know, was whatever. It, was it from Northern Fun Wheels by chance? <laughs> it was not. It was okay. from. Okay, well, uh, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so like I saw him on that. He saw me on mine, and, and you know, he <laughs> was asking me about trails. And I was like, yeah, you can take, I can take mine on trails because mine's actually a bike, but yours, I don't think so. Because his yeah, is like pff, gas powered and, oh, you oh. know. Um, and I remember, and I know he's not old enough because I remember I was telling him, I'm pretty sure like a moped in Michigan, you have to have a license. And e- and even if you're not, I think I read somewhere, somewhere that like, if you're underage, you still have to get like a fake, it's not like a oh. license, but it's like something. I think, yeah, I think there's, um, like, um, like unless you're driving it around your neighborhood, but like if you're out and about, yeah, or like, like an a operator cop, thing, yeah, something it's called. Which, yeah, I mean, really, if you're a cop and you're pulling a child over for being on a fucking moped, like you, I, you probably should have better things to do. But I'm, you probably that's here should. Nor there. If sometimes that's the only thing going on that day, and you're like, I'm like maybe if you're up north and, and like the only thing you have to do, like <laughs> I feel like it's like the up north like opinion in the newspaper that says like, yeah. Susie Lynn got pulled over because she was not, she didn't have a light on her moped or, you know. Yeah, she was hammered. I mean, and there were no <laughs> black people to shoot that day. And then, you know, it just, it was slow. I don't know, you know. We had to meet our quota. Who fucking knows? But I, it, I don't think it's the same thing. But, like, when we got our dirt bikes as, like, a family, everybody had to get the, like, you know, license thing to go ride so i don't know maybe it's that but it's still interesting that like a kid wouldn't be in school well actually no. and he's and he's not because he like he comes and goes during the day too so unless and and again so n- today's world looks different so maybe he's yeah. homeschooled or just doing right? uh, zoom school or whatever right. but I don't that know. being said too like don't they keep hours I have, oh, I have no idea I mean, yeah i, I don't, don't know I don't. this makes me feel like a boomer because i don't i don't know <laughs> like what <laughs> school looks like nowadays but (laughs) i mean like i know so like i have a basketball court over yonder and Uh i i feel like he plays basketball with the neighborhood kids Hmm. but doesn't i i I don't see him like there's sometimes where it's like a tuesday and he actually here here's even better story and this goes into the little escort thing (laughs) he will leave (laughs) he will leave when a gentleman caller shows up Oh my god! I just <laughs> and he usually he like if he does like there has been a couple times where he showed up, which so I think in this rotation too that there's maybe like the baby daddy or the father or somebody, but I don't think he lives. Oh, it could be in the state of Michigan. I think maybe he's from like Chicago or something. Wait, why? Why do we think that? Uh, just because he's not around as often as the others. Oh, okay. <laughs> just and and I feel like when this certain this certain person is there, like. He's actually there, but all the other ones, he he is either not there, or he'll show up, and then they leave. Oh, uh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, see, I don't, I just, I I literally can't even imagine what the situation is over there. But the fact that like some woman would be having like a sit down conversation with her child about like. Okay, Timmy. So, like, mommy's about to get piped out. Um, if you can go <laughs> ride around with that nice woman from next door for a little while, that would be great. 
uh, I don't want you to hear and see anything, but like, yeah, you got to go. And then she kicks him out or something. Well, it, like, and the funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing about him too, is like, I guess in my head, like, because I like uh, what I know, I actually met the kid before I met her. Uh, and that was because, you know, the whole situation where he like, let me know about the Amazon package on my door and uh, didn't okay. want me to get right, 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 stolen. Right. But I never saw her, like, except for what I saw on my ring. And at the, <laughs> at the time, it was the gentleman's. That, that's, that's what my impression was of her. And I remember, like, so I, I, I still know the son more. Like, one time, um, like, I think she, he's kind of like her errand boy. Because, like, one time <laughs> I was outside and she, he, like, saw me. And he was like, oh, hey, like, my mom, um, she bought these, like, solar lights for the balcony. And she had extras. So she wanted to know if you wanted them. So I took oh. them. And then I put them out there. Hard. And apparently I, like, put them on wrong. Because then, like, the next day he was like, oh, yeah, just so you know, like, my mom said you put those on wrong. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you know, let me put these back on right. But just, he, just, he, he's a very polite kid. Okay. And, and I guess maybe, like, in my head nowadays, like, I feel like, like, kids nowadays are little assholes. Oh, my God. You know, not that, like, we maybe weren't assholes. I And this is a boomer comment, but I feel like I wasn't as big of an asshole, like, as kids are nowadays. Like, I feel like they're just, like, little fucking gremlins. Oh, absolutely. You know? And, it, and it's funny because it's, like, while they're also the worst, they have this weird thing of, like, being an insanely progressive generation and like accepting and all this stuff. Oh, definitely. And it's like, yeah, that's all fine and great, but like, you guys are also the biggest little narcissist dickheads to right. ever well, exist. Right. Well, between that and then like, I feel like it kind of goes in like the whole like nepo baby thing, <laughs> you know? Which that's a whole a brand new fucking thing for me. Like again, a boomer comment, but like nep nepo baby, I like saw that and I was like, oh. Okay, I, I need to learn, like, well, get, for the, get on this, yeah, like, for Gen those who Z. who don't know the term, Nepo baby is short for nepotism baby, and it basically just means when you, uh, it's 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 like... Um, you, you have a silver spoon. Yeah, but what's the actual, what's, what's the legal definition that I'm trying to think of? Um, uh, there's, like a, there's another word that's like nepotism, but it's not quite that. And it's, it's the same concept and idea, but it's a different word that I think most people are familiar with, but... That Nepo baby, I think, I mean, I literally heard about that like two weeks ago. Is that it? Same, is yeah. Has it, it been around? I, I don't know if it, I, th I think maybe it's just trending more or something. But oh, like okay. Recently, well, was, uh, I saw that more. But, and, and it's funny because like nepotism has always been here. Yeah, it's nothing new. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like it's more common nowadays. And, and when I say common, I feel like there's more. Like, I, I, like, I, like, so if you think about like when we grew up, right, yeah. like here's a boomer like story, um, we're not even boomers, we're fucking millennials, nice. right? Like <laughs> I'm in, so I know I'm older than you, like I'm an elder millennial, right? And, and you're like probably towards the like tail, well, maybe like middle. No, no, I'm, I'm, uh, basically the tail end. And I actually okay. think you're, you are more towards the middle because I, I, I could be wrong, but. Um, I think elder, elder I think is closer early to 40 yeah. like years old. Well, I mean, and I'm only five years away in real life. Oh. In Asian years, I'm <laughs> yeah. 25. Yeah, Caitlin thinks she's a dog and ages differently than the rest it of us. It is. But really, what, it is. all it is I've is that <laughs> you're, you have more uh, uh, exterior beauty than the rest of us who age I've, like dog shit. I've, I have had this actuarially confirmed by more than one actuary. 
And they're like super smart and like no risk and things like that. I don't think the guy at the place that you go to see fish is like an accredited <laughs> person to tell you this. I don't know. What do you mean aquarium person? I don't. Actuary. Actuary. So what's that movie with? Uh, is it Ben Stiller? Along came Polly. He's, he's, oh yeah. He's a, he's an actuary in that. That's like the only like nobody knows. Actuary in my head is like finance and underwriting people on crack like they're smarter they just like Uh, know things like they 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 analyze risk analysis yeah yeah Yeah. that's a job yeah yeah that is a job so like i don't know i feel like because they're smart and they have to like take all these tests to get like certified Mm -hmm. which by the way i am also technically certified i i'm an asa maa which is what like is like the first level of like actuary like smartness oh really um because i hung out with enough actuaries <laughs> but another actuary friend of mine actually told me that if i like got to invited to happy hour with them and then i made friends with like certain amount of people that i was like certified actuary now if you ask any oh. of these actuary people other than my friend they'll shake their heads and, and say i'm full of shit which they're full of shit, but yeah. There's no way she's autistic enough for this. Like she, <laughs> right. She hasn't counted any toothpicks yet or anything. I don't, I don't know about her, but yeah, no, I mean, they, they're the ones who said that it was valid. And if you look up like what I sent you earlier today, if you look up Asian, if you look up Asian aging meme. Yes. Yeah, it is. I think, I think it is a, a commonly known fact, which is, uh, uh, Son of a bitch. See, this is what I was talking about <laughs> earlier. I'm in my old age having trouble thinking of words. Um, redundant. It's a redundant thing to say. Common fact. Anyway, um, yeah, Asians just, like, you don't look old until you're in your, like, mid-80s. Like, legitimately. We don't, we don't become the little old woman until we're, like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, depending on the Asian, too. It's anywhere from, like, 60 to 80. But, like, we look the same just maybe, like, we cut our hair different or, you know. Yeah, I think you at some point like you're legally obligated to get like a bowl cut or something <laughs> like miss swan yeah. like that's the look you go for see i never i never had the bowl cut but when i was a child i, I did rock a mullet for quite a, quite a few years <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and it was a gnarly mullet too <laughs> let me just tell you um <laughs> it <laughs> business in the front party in the back yeah no it, it was <laughs> oh hello i have mullet <laughs> so party in front Oh no, back. And it, what's actually what I think the funniest thing about this is that uh, Caitlin's not actually Asian at all. She's just pulling her <laughs> eyes behind her head with her fingers and like doing a terrible impression. Like I don't even know. Like it's I, sure she's Asian. I guess I don't know. I'm just when people when people ask, so I'm technically only half too. I'm half Japanese, so I'm I'm what's considered a hapa in 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 Jap- Japanese. That that means half basically. But I'm. Hapa uh, is the Japanese word for half? Or yeah. That's a, okay. uh, I, I you know, and that's a good question. I don't know if it's the word for half or it's the word for half, like, Japanese. Oh. But so wh- uh, so uh, what's the quick breakdown of your Of me? I'm, so I'm half Japanese, a quarter Scottish, and a quarter German. Oh, nice. So okay. I, I like to tell people that um, I'm either a drunk kamikaze Nazi <laughs> or two-thirds <laughs> of the axis of evil. And depending on, like, the situation, Ooh. I'm like, either way, I wouldn't fuck with me. Like right, I yeah. come off like, you know, like I have that like front. I'm like, you know, I'm like 5'2 on a good day, like this little like kawaii <laughs> Japanese girl. And I'm like, yo, like, you don't, don't bitch, fuck like with me. My family's part of the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck you up, man. Which, I mean, 
back in the day, like I've heard stories about my my dad and my uncles. Like I'm I'm like ninety nine percent. They were in the yakuza. I'm I'm pretty like it, like the Detroit yakuza. I'm pretty like the stories I've heard. <laughs> let me just tell. I mean, I've heard stories about like my family members like beating people with bats in like drug deals. Now, mind you, this is back in like the sixties and the seventies when like that sure. was well, like we just normal, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but like, there's a famous story about when they got, they may or may not have gotten to a scuffle with the Detroit police because my uncle John may or may not have gotten picked up because he, I, I actually don't know what he was doing, but there was a phone call and the brothers had, the twins had to go down and pick my uncle up and get the fuck out. Uh, the the story goes that so they get my uncle out and. I guess there was a racial comment made um, towards my family about being like Asian from the police, um, and it was a black police officer. So then naturally, they start going back. So there's like slurs being said back and forth, and sure, uh, who hasn't been there? I guess (laughs) they 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 start running out, and it was like a substation. I don't know if it's like as prevalent nowadays, but like back in the day, like in Detroit. They used to have like mini substations around like the outskirts, I think, of Detroit. So they weren't at like the main one that like is like right downtown, the big building. The police headquarters. Yeah, like the headquarters. So they were at like a smaller substation where they like got him. And uh, (laughs) I I wish I I don't do this story justice, but like when when all three of them (laughs) were alive, like you could have each one of them tell the story and it was just completely different because like my especially if you like had my dad and his twin brother like together like my my dad is very like me where he's very like extroverted and kind of loud and like you know people okay. people pleasing and his twin brother is very like introverted and like has a very dry sense of humor more so they're like complete 180s basically like like every twin is right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny to think about because some like sometimes in my mind you almost think since they're twins, they're, they they were literally the same egg, so they would be closer to being the same person. But, yeah, it kind of makes more sense they'd be opposites. But Yeah, no, but so I, I don't do this story justice, but the gist of this story is so th- these slurs are happening and they run outside and uh, I guess the, one of the police officers started running after my family. And so one of my, my uncle, uh, like, looks at my dad and my other uncle and decides to like barricade the door, and it was one of those doors I think that like you push out, you know, like the like gym doors in like a high school, you know, they have like that bar and you like push the door out. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to pulling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like my my <laughs> uncle was like holding the door so he couldn't get out, and mm. this this police officer is running full force for this door, like, and he's a big guy from the story. He's a big man. He just goes. Against the door, because he doesn't know that my uncle is holding the door. Right. He doesn't realize that he can't get out. So he's, like, looking at my dad and my other uncle, and they, like, decide, like, all at once, like, okay, like, on three, we're going to let him out. (laughs) So they they let him out. um, And, like, this debacle, this, like, whole, like, like, brawl, like, bar fight starts happening. And I guess, like, meanwhile, officer down call goes out. So next thing you know, Grand River... Is lit up like a fucking circus because officer down means like someone like shot or killed or bad or right. Oh, officer. <laughs> so I, I thought like, you were saying down call was his last name, and then oh, I was going to no. clarify that you meant like down syndrome, and then no. okay, but yeah, <laughs> off, officer down, officer yeah, down. No, like sure, officer. Okay. This call goes out, and like yeah. 
Grand River lights up like a circus. Like there's like a bunch of cops showing up. Well, my family also played hockey and they were good. And apparently like they used to always beat the Detroit hockey team for the police. Like the Red Wings? No, not like the Red Wings, but you know, like there's like, uh, like the Vipers. I want to say like, not, not, not even the Viper. I mean, maybe like back then, cause it was like so long ago, like the caliber of play was like that, but uh, like more like beer league hockey. Right. Oh, okay. So yes, I think that, yes, so like yes. my family was on like a team and they ah. would like face the Detroit police team. And like, apparently the story goes, I don't know how true this is. I like to think it is cause they're all very good hockey players. <laughs> um, that they used to beat their ass. So really? a bunch of these cops that showed up are on the hockey team. So then they have like that grudge oh, against them too. Well, this no. like so the story goes like my uncle John is like is like they see him like get like beat over the head with a bully stick, you know, like those like big sticks that they used to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So like, my uncle John is like getting beat over the head, and next thing you know, like he disappears. Like they don't know where the fuck he went. And like my, a ninja. Well, no, like, like he, like he either get like runs away. No, he, he didn't run away. But so my, uh, my, my dad, I think, is like coming to the rescue of my uncle, and he's like taking the stick out of the cop's hand, like beating the guy, the and then my other out. uncle, like he's like he like grabs like a like a pistol, and like it, it is like a literal. And, and it's funny because oh I tell God. this story and it's almost like unbelievable now because like, like, especially with like all the police brutality that's going on yeah, and like even the other way, shenanigans like happening. you, th- that is just like not even like believable. Right. But like this, this story happened <laughs> all over some like racial slurs, which, you know, <laughs> funny, like funny cause it's still happening nowadays, but it's just different. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> So they don't know where my uncle goes. The two of them get put in the back seat of a car, you know, afterwards. And so they're told that they're going to get taken to like another substation, right? Yeah. And so they like they like start going and they like look at each other and they're like we're not going to the substation. <laughs> so they think they're like they're like these motherfuckers are going to take us some back fucking alley. They're going to beat whoop our ass. They're going to uh. beat the shit. Like they they think that that's what's going to happen. Oh no. They pull up to Popeye's. Popeye's chicken? What? <laughs> Apparently, this call officer down went out during their lunch. What? So they went back to Popeye's and ate their food. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then they, and then they eventually went to, like, wherever they, like, whatever, like, little substation that they were going to. And, you know, truthfully, to, to make the story even better, um, it actually ended up well for my family because I actually went to the court systems. Like they like, really? uh, yep. They, they tried, they tried to say that my family started it. And, um, uh, it, I guess it was, it was just a, their word versus ours yeah, type thing. But oh. I guess there was a woman. So back then, like women couldn't be police officers, right? you know? So there was a woman who was like, As I don't know well, if she was like a secretary right. or yeah, whatever she was. But, um, I guess she, she said that they started it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So so well, she she wasn't there. No, no, no. She was there and oh. she like she basically like stood up for my family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and said like vouched and said, Oh no, like no this shit. officer, like they were leaving. They were like getting him like, you know, their family member out of the jail cell and then they made a comment like, Oh, you gook or you chink or you know, something like that. No fucking way. So they she vouched for my family and said that they were the ones who instigated it and that's why my family got off like scotch free. No. Yeah. 
hell yeah, let's fucking go, <laughs> yeah. dude. Oh my god. And like, yeah, there was no body cams back then or anything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, they took the word of a woman and it worked. I mean, like, that's amazing. Like, story goes, I guess, like my family also had very good legal representation. Oh, really? Who it I was? Mean, I don't know who, but like, that's what my aunt said. Jeffrey Feiger. <laughs> All right, Feiger Law. <laughs> Damn. So, were there many inst- or many run-ins with the law over the years, or was that just kind of an isolated incident? Um, <laughs> I don't know if there was a lot of run-in. I mean, I've heard like random stories, like you know, like I said, like m- my family may or may not have been involved in like drugs, and uh, like they may or may not have been. Mm. So in my head, they were like yakuza because of stories that I've heard. Uh, I don't think like police were involved in that, but um. I know my my father had his own personal file folder at the hospital because he got hurt so often. (laughs) I mean. I also like to say that, you know, like, so growing up, like, part of, like, the Asian mentality is, like, I'm an Asian, not a Bijan, right? So, like, I come home with a B that's, like, not acceptable, like, for a grade. Oh. Right? (laughs) So, uh, I, so I. Oh, wait, I just, I I do have to interrupt because that's. That was a fantastic joke, and it <laughs> flew over my head at first, and then you started talking about coming home with a B, and <laughs> that's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, so yeah, go on. Okay, that was great. That was uh, so funny. Holy so, shit. so I, I like to joke around and say that. Like, so I, I like to think I'm like some somewhat smart and like certain. Th- I'm actually terrible at math. Like I was in AP Calc, but like I used to cheat off my friend. Oh, um, okay. Cause, smart. Yeah, you know, that, whatever. Um, isn't that ironic though? Like. Yeah, I was bad with numbers in an AP class, and I got by by cheating, which is the smart thing to do. It, it is, and and ironically, <laughs> like if you want to like involve the whole like Asian thing with it, I, I excelled in English. But, I mean, <laughs> like English, right? Like that's I I was better at English than I was at math. Okay, I mean, so. <laughs> but you're but you're uh, 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 I almost said Native American. <laughs> you're not Native. Uh, you know, you're, you were born here. Right. Right. I'm, I'm fourth generation. And, and, you know, like I like to tell people like, I'm only uh, like joking. I'm like, I'm only half. So I'm only half as smart as what I would have been if my dad banged, (laughs) if my dad banged another Asian, then I'd be full smart. Yeah. But he banged a white woman. So I'm only half as smart. So was he, uh, so no, he, was he in the military? He was not in the, well, actually. So yes and no. Uh, (laughs) he got a, um, he was actually a truant back in the day. Um, oh. He was the bad twin. Uh, <laughs> um, wouldn't have been able to guess. Yeah, so he, he was the bad twin, and he um, he actually ended up going out to Brookline, Massachusetts, for school. And, and what is he, that? Uh, it's just uh, like a suburb of Boston. Mm. Um, but my aunt, so there's, a, um, there's an 11-year difference between the twins and my oldest aunt. 11? 11, yeah. And a my, whole decade. Yes, wow. a whole decade, and uh, she taught at the school. Oh. And, and my my uncle actually ended up going to Country Day and playing hockey oh, there. Oh, really? And um, fun fact, he played hockey with Ted Lindsay's son. No, that's Ted, awesome. Yeah, and Ted oh, Lindsay actually helped coach occasionally. Wow, yep. so, so he was good at hockey. He, they were. I mean, they were actually very good at hockey, which is kind of funny because like Asians aren't that prevalent in <laughs> hockey now, let alone back in the. They were born in '54, so what, like the six '70s, yeah, right? They they would have been in like high school, yeah. Um, so 
Anyways, my dad's a truant. He goes out to Brookline. He basically begged my aunt, like, let me go because he didn't want to go to Country Day. I don't think he could have even gotten into Country Day if he wanted to because he, like, never went to school. He he would get, he would, <laughs> my other aunt would take them to school. He would walk through the uh, hallway, go out the back, and hop on the bus and ride around the buses in Detroit all day. <laughs> that's, that, that's what my dad would do. And, um... Sounds so like a great day. I don't feel yeah. So so he he ends up going out to Brookline. My aunt Carly whips him into shape because you know she she's very figuratively smart. or literally. Uh, literally, uh-huh. literally. Uh, she there is a story about one time it looked like he tried to like sneak out and she whipped open her window and screamed at him, um, and shocked the hell out of her students because <laughs> you know it, to paint you a picture of her she she's got her PhD from Harvard. Oh, okay. So she's very smart. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she she whips him into shape. He actually went to um, he got a scholarship to play hockey at West Point. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So he uh, he didn't last there very long. Um, <laughs> army Army life wasn't for him. You could say uh, th- there's actually we found my grandma kept everything. He used to write letters to to my grandma, and we have those. <laughs> um, I feel like if I ever needed like. You know, blackmail or something on him. I could probably <laughs> use him. But he he like he like complains the entire time in these letters. Um, really, I think like he like there's one where he's like complaining because he can't smoke cigarettes or something. Or you know, it, it's like it's like just like the most random stuff. But he yeah, so he he was there for a few months. I think uh, ended up coming home, and then that's how. And my my uncle actually he went out to school. I think the story goes in Denver. I, I don't know if it was like. A big university, but I think like him and like Ted Lindsay's son, like went out and like tried out to play hockey. I don't think either one of them made it because I think they partied a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is unheard of for an athlete, by right? The way. You know never what? Heard. Never. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they went out, and then you know both brothers ended up coming back to Michigan, and then my uh, my grandpa. I don't know if at the time he was working for the plumbers union here or if he mm. still had his own business, but um, my grandpa was a plumber and they too became plumbers. Nice. So, I mean, and you know what? Especially nowadays, uh, college being such a scam and not worth it endeavor that it is, I think that's just definitely the way to go. Probably much more successful it is, to you go know, into a trade. I wanted to be a plumber. My father wouldn't allow it, but. Um, <laughs> I, I, I used to, I wanted to be able like, so my uncle John and my dad used to take me on side jobs. So I I like to tell people that I'm a plumber's apprentice because I know enough. (laughs) Like I can, I can, I can snake a drain, you know, I can weld. Um, I, I've helped them. So like at the old place at the Matsumoto castle, uh, we had to replace the boiler and the water tank. I helped both of them, um, do that. I was mostly a gopher. You know, like, go get that. Um, but, like, I, I know enough, you know, sure. to be, like, self-sufficient to yeah. a point, um, which I feel like most people, and not, not I was going to say women, but I think in general, most people nowadays, like, the trades are, you know, I think we're we're trending back to people going to more, trades more, but, like, at least, like, our generation, I feel like college was, like, shoved down our throat. Like, if you didn't oh, go absolutely. to college, you know, yeah. then, like, you didn't – you you were a loser, basically. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and what's funny, too, is, like – so my grandma, obviously, even older than my parents, those were almost her exact words, just in the sense of, like, yeah, if you don't go to college, you're not going to do anything with your life and blah, blah, blah. And I forget who actually has the joke about it, but um, 
you know, in school, the teachers would be like, well, you have to do well in school. You don't want to end up to be a garbage man. And it's like, bitch, a garbage man makes more than you do. Like, I would love to be a garbage man. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, it is funny because, you know, I was talking about this kind of idea with my brother. And he has three kids. Um, They're all younger than 10. And so I went to college. He went military. And he got out after he served his time. Um, But I asked him, I said, you know, do you think that you're going to push college on your kids the way that like our parents did? He goes, absolutely not. He goes, he goes, if they want to go, then sure. Um, But I would rather them go in the military or go into a trade or literally do anything else. And he means that in a way where it's like um, kind of a level headed sense, like they're not going to get to be like, influencers or something stupid like it doesn't have to be like a real job right but he was like no no they're they're not going to college like (laughs) that's just a waste of time and i was like as a person who went i like totally agree it wasn't like it really didn't get me any kind of advantage that was promised like you know the the return on investment was shitty and it's not that it wasn't worth it in the sense of like personal growth you know i made a ton of friends and have a great bunch of great stories and all of that but did absolutely nothing for my professional life oh sure well and i feel like it it's not like the dirty <laughs> joke but i feel like when when you talk like you ask somebody like in like your coworker or whatever or just a friend like hey like how did you get to work for a so and so company like did you go to school for that and i feel like 90% of the time people say no like i my degree is English. So I started initially for creative writing. Oh. Like that's what I wanted to do. And that's what drew me to Arizona. Cause that's where I went my freshman year. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so oh, I went yeah. out there in my freshman year. I ended up coming home because my grandma passed away and uh. it, like my family had a really hard time. I had a hard time with it too. Um, I think actually like I was kind of depressed about it, but like back then it was like, you, you didn't talk about that kind of shit. Right. Oh, so yeah, yeah. like I came home. Talk about another thing we need to go back to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Went to Central for a couple of years. Yeah. And then uh, ended up coming back home because I couldn't get into classes. And they wanted me to take blow-off classes. And I said, fuck that. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, because I transferred from Arizona, like, I had a lot of classes that I didn't need at Central. Like, I already had them. But, like, they – I don't know if they didn't count. I forget what it was. But, like, I was trying to get into – a certain class and I couldn't get into it. Yeah. So they wanted me to take like a blow off class, oh, like an elective a, class, right. As an alternative. And okay. I was like, that's stupid. Like I'm not going to pay for, for that uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I should be able to get into this class because I'm, you know, a junior or, yeah. you know, whatever. So decided I was going to come home. So I came home and then I ended up transferring to U of M Flint. But like in the meantime, I was like taking classes at, OCC because they let me like transfer those. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause that, you know, I, I was smart and I just ma- I made the system work for me. Um, but by that point I'd realized that like having such a like specified degree probably wouldn't help me. It also probably didn't help that my dad was like, what are you going to do with an English degree? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, are you going to be a, a teacher? And I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to be a teacher. You know, back I was like, I'm going to be a professor or I'm going to write a best-selling <laughs> novel. 
Which is ironic um, now because apparently your relationships with children are phenomenal. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, he was on to something. As a, as a, it's different. I feel like the professor level, like I'm dealing with older kids, right? Yeah. Like I could have dealt with that, right? Yeah. But like, no, children, no. Um, so anyways, um, my, da- my dad's like, what are you going to do? So by this point, I've transferred so many times uh, that I have just like all these random credits that just yeah. don't go towards anything. And in the meantime... I actually really liked business classes, so I took a lot of business classes. So mm-hmm. I had enough to do a business degree. So I have, <laughs> I had an English with a specialization in writing degree plus business administration. So I was like proud of myself because oh. I'm like, hey, dad, guess what? I got this too. <laughs> so then I, I, you know, I'm like fresh behind the ears, and I start going out to apply for jobs, and nobody fucking cared that I had business. Oh, yeah. Absolutely nobody fucking cared when I interviewed. <laughs> Everyone cared that I could write. They saw English and they were like, wait, mm-hmm. you can write? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you can't? <laughs> you know, like, what do you mean? No, and, and, and a lot of people can't. Genuinely, like. And, and, and they, you know, it's funny. They can't, too. And it, and to even expand on that, like, my, my particular degree was just, like, writing in general but like the courses that i took like i took creative writing courses i took Mm. business courses in writing i took Uh. you know like journalism courses so like i had such like a vast variety of like different types of writing so like that's what people cared about and i just remember thinking like see dad like english can get me somewhere but like to (laughs) to get back to my point like i work for health insurance where does English come into that? <laughs> I mean, I use my degree because, like, my I'm I'm basically like a project manager, so yeah. you know, I like you to tell people, every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like to tell people <laughs> that uh, I'm a professional cat herder in my position, because <laughs> um, that's basically what a project manager does. But like, I, you know, if you if you talked to you know 18 year old Kaylin, she she definitely was not working for the health insurance company. Yeah. <laughs> she was she actually i i don't even know i i probably thought i was going to be like the next sylvia plath like her writing you know like poetry and maybe being a novelist you know i still think about it because i do still write but i i think you know who's really good that you probably haven't heard of and i don't know if many people have heard of her either but um uh jk rowling oh my god phenomenal. <laughs> like she knocked it out of the park Did, i don't like, like, I, I didn't think, she write like like did she make up some kind of like world? Yeah, something about like a ring and a little elvish man who goes on a journey with his friends or something. I I can't remember exactly, but yeah, she like her series was really popular there. And then there was uh, uh wasn't that, there something with like wizards? Yeah, 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 yeah some elvish wizards thing. or elves or you know I I don't know the, like that that whole genre. I get crisscrossed of just fantasy and you know I I actually like both of those too in real life Harry Potter and fantasy well Harry I'm more of a Lord of the Rings fan than I am a Harry Potter fan Uh, I like to think yeah that's I haven't read either any of those books though I've seen (laughs) I've seen the movies but (laughs) <laughs> you you would think as an English major and somebody who likes to read as much as I do, you know, I would have, but no. Nah. Well, all your books are Dr. Seuss. I don't, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't, I, like, so does that mean, um, have you read, like, all of the quote-unquote great American classics? 
Uh, no. Um, actually, if you mention that, because I the part of the books that I just ordered, I, I just ordered The Great Gatsby. Um, oh, really? I'm a big F. Scott Fitzgerald. I, I have a F. Scott Fitzgerald quote on my, I, I have it tattooed on my body. Um, Is it uh, something he said or a, uh, part uh, of a passage from a book? It's part, I don't know if it's a book, um, if it's a book or if it's like a collection of like, I, short stories maybe because he didn't i don't think he wrote poetry um but it's this side of paradise that's what it's from so i don't I, if it's a book or if it's a collection or whatever ah, okay. um but yeah and then i also have a sylvia plath see i've read sylvia plath stuff so i actually had to read her uh books in a college class okay now i'm familiar with who that is but for people who aren't uh what did she write um, so one of her, so I think she only actually wrote like one novel, um, but the one that she wrote was The Bell Jar. Uh, mm. she also, so she's got like a thing of, cl- uh, anthology, like a collection of poems, but I think that was actually published after she committed suicide. Uh, um, okay. but she, she has a collection of poems called Ariel. Okay. Little uh, Mermaid? Yeah. Like Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, but in her version, she's like depressed and, you know, uh, her, her, her literature is very dark. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I've, like I've an always, Edgar Allan Poe. Ki- yeah, kind of, but like more like depressing and like, I feel like Edgar Allan Poe wrote more about like death and like weird stories. Like what's the, um, he probably did. The I casket of armadillo or it's not armadillo. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like armadillo or, uh, like he, <laughs> So he, he had that one, and then what the Telltale Heart, uh, he like his stories are more, uh, in my head they're like horror type, um, like kind of like spook not not like spooky stories, but like like his his related more to like death. I feel like yeah um, yeah. Sylvia Plath in my head was more uh, manic, suicidal, kind of eloquently written in a poem if that makes sense yeah um like her 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 book about the bell jar um i think actually starts out and and i think it actually kind of parallels her real life like her her relationship i i can't remember if she was married um to this gentleman or if they were just together or whatever but like they had a very toxic relationship (laughs) um and the bell jar starts out where like this woman is like a confident woman and then Ah. like it kind of follows her journey like through the bell jar um where she like starts to feel suffocated and like almost like basically goes like insane and i can't because i read this so long ago i actually bought it recently it it showed up today which i was like i gotta read this again like as an adult (laughs) um with life experience right like i was a college student and i know I didn't know fucking what was going on in the world. I was so yeah. optimistic. I'd be like, no, I'm just this like pessimistic <laughs> asshole, like this realist. Um, but yeah, like she, I, I forget if she actually kills herself in the book, but like it, it just kind of shows Damn. like how you can start off like this confident, like optimistic person and then you go through life and then it just fucking beats yeah. the shit out of you. And then it, you come out on the end, like just disheveled and depressed and yeah. basically a millennial. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say, I've never related to anything more in my entire life. I mean, like, aside from, like, Juice World or something, like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. And not just from the last few years, but, like, my mental health is just down the fucking toilet. Um, but it's that thing that I miss, you know, in, in when we were talking about the different generations. Like, 
I think expression of your feelings is not inherently a bad thing, but we've kind of made it this thing where it's like, this is my identity now. And this is like how people are going to know me. Like I'm the depressed person or blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know what? Like it's just you, some of that stuff, keep it inside. Like it doesn't, it doesn't need to be this public display. Uh, and it, it doesn't need to be something that you like, uh, uh, exploit for content <laughs> and it's just one of those things where it's like I hate it about our generation um, well I feel like Gen Z kind of made it like okay to yes. talk about your feelings and you know to be happy or sad or you know therapy is cool now right yes, with them and, then I, and I think like millennials kind of took that and just went off wild with it. And, and, you know, like you said, like <laughs> a lot of us have kind of made it like our personality yeah. now. Right. You know, but like, like I said, like I didn't have like the picture perfect childhood growing up, you know, like I've, I, I dealt with abuse, mm. um, you know, unfortunately, but like back then, like you didn't talk about it. Right. right exactly. And, and I feel like, you know, again, that's like a generational thing because like, what's the generation, there's boomers and then what with the X. silent era? Oh, there's X boomers and then silent no, era, right? Boomer X us, I think. Yeah, so it goes what Gen Z, millennial, X, X boomer. boomer, and then silent era. So like my my aunt, who's in her late seventies, I think is the silent era. Is I that think a, it, is that what? Yeah, I wait. Think. So what it, I I what is a silent era? It was like the depression. Oh, 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 right. Oh, so, okay. so like my 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 aunt was like the '30s depression, not the yeah, feeling, uh, yeah. yeah, not like now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but and it's it, it's just for me. I think what gets me is that we're pathologizing every human emotion as a medical condition, and it's like you know, experiencing the spectrum of emotions is not a bad thing. And, like, I get it where people genuinely do have, like, um, you know, um, like, that, like, chronic depression where they can't get out of bed and stuff like that and dishes pile up. But, like, just because your mom didn't let you eat candy every day doesn't <laughs> mean you're, like, fucking uh, – you have childhood trauma. That's right. the one that gets me yeah, huge. Yeah. It's, like – it, it's it's lost all of its meaning for me anyway like that's how i feel um in a lot of the same way that like you know most things have yeah. like you you lose a lot of value in something that should be important by having it be this thing that's relatable to everybody and it almost like makes it like popular yeah, exactly in a sense, right like, like and i shouldn't i shouldn't know and, and, what and prescription maybe, meds that you're right. on we're probably on the same ones but like <laughs> Hey, right. maybe like your interest in hobbies before we get down the rabbit hole of like, you know, the thing that's keeping I, you from jumping off I, the bridge. I saw, I saw something, uh, I think it was on TikTok or, you know, like I don't even, I don't TikTok because I have a TikTok, but I get in the like TikTok spiral, like the doom, like rabbit hole <laughs> yeah. where like, then I'm like, I, I look at it at noon. Next thing I know it's midnight and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck happened? The <laughs> right. So like I try to keep what I see from TikTok from like Instagram stories. Right. So like I, I don't Instagram as long as I TikTok. I don't, I feel like I go into like a vortex when I go on TikTok. Like, oh yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like 
I saw something the other day, though, and there's a term that's going around, and it was like uh, like trauma dump. Yes. I think. Oh, yeah. my fucking so, God. So, but the, the guy on it was like, hey, like, I want to know, like, yeah, like trauma dump on me. And, and I feel like that's more prevalent. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's like a... To be fair, he might have been German, and he might have meant take a dump yeah, on me, like under a glass table, true. trauma dump all over me. <laughs> that sounds hot. It yeah, been that. no, like I, I almost feel like because it's like it's almost like it's widely accepted now. Like like the whole like it's yeah. cool to go to therapy. It's cool to have trauma, but like to kind of go back to like what you were saying though, like it's because it's so relatable and it's like almost like a content thing nowadays, which, which is not bad. I think it's good to talk about your feet. I, I, I have a therapist and she's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I, like I was doing it for a little while, but I, I graduated. I nailed it. She was you know, like, it's fine. Like I, I, I've like graduated, but I haven't graduated. Like I kind of look forward to like my sessions. Cause I always like, I feel like I don't necessarily need it per se. Yeah. Uh, but like, she's like a, a friend I haven't talked to in a while because it's like monthly and sure, like I guess sure. like talk, you know it's like just like catching up, right? Uh, don't you feel in a sense that part of the flaw of therapy in and of itself is that when you have sessions that are so infrequent, it's like you have to take tally of all the horrible shit that happens that month and then like relive it again, like. You know what I mean? Because it's yes like, and no. Like I, I kind of got over that already. You know that yeah. was thirty days ago, right. and so like that was one of the things that uh, just personally that got me. See, but I like is that on you though? Because you only had like monthly sessions. Couldn't you have met sooner? Well, we that was it used to be once a week. Yeah, and then and then you kind of graduate. But with that being yeah. said, you don't. You can always have more sessions, even though you graduate, right? Oh yeah, but it, the reason the reason I uh, or the reason they became uh, less frequent was just because it was really like, okay, you probably don't need one every yeah. single week. But even even for me, um, reliving bullshit from the past week was like, oh, God, like I've already moved on mentally from this. And like it wasn't that it wasn't nice to have someone say, this is probably how you could have handled the situation a little bit better and stuff like that. Like there were things I took away from it, but I was like, this just isn't doing it for me like i it's this is gonna sound douchey but i'm too introspective almost because it's like 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 with with the amount of content that's out there in the world about therapy and depression blah 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 like you really come to learn about your own feelings and so to have someone else tell you something you kind of already know it's like why am i paying why are we doing this See, that's, that's interesting that you say that because i too have that same feeling but for me my therapy so like I went into a lot of these sessions almost so like some like I talked about like family issues I talked about like child abuse that I experienced growing up I mm. talked about um how to have healthy boundaries with family now and not feeling like I was the bad guy oh okay. uh, you know because because yeah. I when I started going to therapy, I was really struggling with uh, how do I still like in my head. I didn't think I could still be the bigger person and have boundaries that were healthy. Sure. Because I felt like if I wasn't being the bigger person and putting myself in these toxic situations, then I wasn't being a good person. Right. 
So like, I, I didn't know, like I learned through therapy that I can still be the better person, the bigger person and have those healthy boundaries that I need for my mental health. Sure. Sure. Right. But going into it, I knew that already. Right. And, and for me, therapy was almost like, so like I talked to my aunts about it and they agreed, but to not like to, to give background and not get too into like background, we're kind of like, we were always, we're kind of seen as like the bad Matsumoto's, right? <laughs> uh, the bad. So, so like what we think isn't like, it's not going to be perceived well by like, you know, anyone else, right? In the family yeah, yeah. That, that we have those issues with. So, for me, going to a third, a random third party that has no background and no allegiance or whatever, yeah, going to somebody and having them confirm what I already know, it was like, Feels oh, good and- okay, so like I'm not a bad guy or I'm not fucking crazy yeah. or you know what I mean, <laughs> like like what I'm thinking is legitimate, right? So right, that's right. kind of what therapy was for me. It, it was more confirming that how I thought and how I was approaching things sure was okay. And I mean, obviously like it's, it's a, with a grain of salt. Cause like I could, you know, I could tell you a story and you're going to be on my side, but then you hear somebody else story and they're going to be like, Oh, well, fuck her. You know, she's an <laughs> asshole. Right. But so that's kind of what therapy was for me. So, so, I mean, I did learn things, you know, obviously like I learned how to have healthy boundaries and how to say no. Yeah. Um, I learned that, a lot of the stuff that I dealt with growing up was, you know, not okay. Not, not that I didn't know it was not okay, but, uh, you know, there, there's... You weren't, a, like, excusing it away or something. Right, right. You know, you know like, I, I learned that, like, I was gaslit or, you know, that, like, how my my parents dealt with situations weren't weren't good. Yeah. You know, and that, like, it's because of all of that, like what I feel now is valid, right? So yeah. I did learn things, but that being said, like I, I even going into sessions where like I feel like maybe I talk about things that like are prevalent then, right? Like I I, I wouldn't I, I don't necessarily go into like the, the sessions that I have with like, oh this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened this month. It's like now it's more we talk about, you know, like, oh, like, so, like, update me on your life. And it's like, oh, well, like, working on a promotion at work and, you know, uh, had this situation where, you know, I'm dealing with, like, the post-concussion stuff and I'm trying uh. to learn how life looks like that. And, like, one thing for me was, like, how do I be in social situations and, like, say no to drinking? Because, like, I feel like, you know, <laughs> drinking is, like, such a prevalent thing just in culture nowadays. You're right. But, like... And basically the foundation of our relationship. That, that's it, right? <laughs> right? But, like, now, because I'm on, like, so many different medications and I'm trying to, like, figure out life. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking about my brain here. Like, I've gone full stupid. This is concussion 14 <laughs> and 15 here. So, like, I'm finally, finally, right? It only took 15 concussions for me to, like, finally take my brain seriously. Right. Um, But, like, how do, you know, like, that was one thing. Like, how do I go... How am I in a social situation where like people know me for being the fun, like the fun person and the one who's always like, shot, 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 <laughs> shot, right? Like that, that's, that's like, like you said, that was like a, a big basis of our like relationship. Right. You know, 
how do I go into that situation and like say no yeah. and not feel awkward about it? Well, right. And, and I, I definitely understand what you're saying, but I think like what's ironic is that, you know, from an outsider perspective, it's not like I would have thought you had like a problem or you're drinking to, you know, numb yourself to the world or anything like that. Like to me, it was like, this is the most fun person I've ever met. <laughs> and like, yeah, we're just doing that thing. Like, like you said, yeah. it's the social thing to do. Right. And most of the time, what's also funny is that it was like games and stuff. There was a That's lot true. of physical yeah. activity evolved around our drinking that like, I don't understand. Like that involved like hammers and nails yeah. and like, <laughs> really twist, safe, like throwing hammers stuff. up like into tree stones. <laughs> yeah. No, like, but, you know, like it's things like that where like, like that was like another thing that I explored. Like, how do I, how do I like explore this new normal for me? Right. Yeah. You know? And then it was kind of like, I think it kind of opened my eyes to like that. I think I, oh, I, I don't want to say, I don't know if overthink is the right word, but it's kind of along those lines where overanalyze. Uh, yeah. Overanalyze. Like, you know, I was like really worried. Like, how do I go play softball and like not drink, you uh, know? Um, and like, then I was in a situation where like I, we were at softball and I didn't drink and then it was kind of like, Oh, cool. But I think we like, especially in like certain like certain things that you often go to therapy about, like you hype yourself up more. Yeah. For like worrying about it, like you know, like um, especially if you're known for something, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're known for a certain thing, and then you're not doing it anymore. Um, right. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it, it's funny you say that actually, because I think, like for me, uh, just personally, it was almost the opposite where. It's not that I was never showing my true colors around people, but like, I don't know. I just, I'm a very um, behaviorally contextual person, which like, I don't understand why people don't get. Basically, meaning like, you know, <laughs> like when you're at work, like, you don't say cunt a lot. And it's like, well, yeah, that's because, because like, I'm this is work. my professional life. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah, if we're at the bar, I'm definitely going to like make an off color joke. I don't understand why you're confused about that, but it's just one of those things. And like, I don't know. It, it was weird for me to have that where people are like, oh, is this who you are? And it's like, yeah, it's who I always was. I wasn't hiding it. Right. I just like, I mean. Like, that's this. That's like the same thing for like me. Like when I jokingly tell people, like nine to five, Kalen is a completely different Kalen than softball Saturday, Kalen. Yeah, but and as it should be. U of sure. M tailgate football game, Kalen. Then like <laughs> life student, life coach, Kalen. Yeah. Then you know, like like there's different. I mean, we like back when I was like drinking more too, like. Drunk Kalen is a completely different person than sober Kalen. And then if I get to the point where I'm blackout swan, like, I don't even know that bitch. First of all, I, I don't even know fucking drunk Kalen, let alone like, like, like what I, what I would do then. Like, you got to take that up with those two because those two bitches, like those two bitches get me, get sober Kalen in trouble. And then I'm like, wait, I did what? Or like that's like going I back to like you were watching the movie Split and you're like oh my <laughs> god wait a minute what, what's what's the name where it's like uh, that was Patricia yeah right like yeah no I mean Patricia. like you know it's funny because like that being said like to go back to like the softball stuff like so I'm 
I, I, I'm, I'm a social person. I'm an outgoing person. I make a lot of friends, right? Yes. Um, so at like softball, like I have a lot of people that add me like from the softball community and like I feel bad because, like, half the time, like, people will come up to me and they're like, hey, Caleb, what's up? <laughs> uh, in, in the softball community, too, a lot of people call me, like, KK, which is a nickname, or they'll call me um, Tiny Asian. Like, there's, like, plenty of, um, you know, Pikachu. I have someone who calls me Pikachu. <laughs> someone who calls me Pikachu, which is funny because I actually haven't heard that name in a while. And <laughs> last summer, I, I showed up. Uh, so I haven't been playing softball because of my post-concussion stuff, but I showed up to, like, help support uh a team that i used to play on and one of the guys on the other team who's coaching was walking by and i just heard pikachu and i haven't heard this nickname in a while but i was like what <laughs> you know <laughs> so it, you know it's just kind of funny but and that like, person ash ketchum <laughs> right <laughs> gotta catch them all pokemon and <laughs> so again like people will say hi to me and then i kind of look at them and then I, you know i for the most part i can like play my way through like knowing somebody right you know so like i don't get like called out where they're like we don't know who you are or whatever um like you just don't uh i, I legitimately there's people who will come up to me at softball tournaments and i don't know who the fuck I they knock are my fucking elbow on this thing again so caitlin's couch has a back but it's really short and i my elbow keeps knocking this beautiful like uh drawer thing with a bunch of dildos in it but like i've gotta <laughs> move okay i think i'm good now so anyway go ahead yeah, so, like, there's just these people that, like, they know me, and I've got no fucking clue who they are, and then I feel bad, because, like, some, like there are times where I've been called out, right? Um, called out, like, like... Like, they're like, you don't know who the fuck I am. Oh. And, and then my response to that is always like, okay, well, hold on, wait a minute. Um, at what point in the tournament did you meet me? Because this is a crucial question. Right. Was it the beginning of the day when it just started and I'm only hopped up on fucking energy drinks? Um, was it yeah, midday? <laughs> well, no, that's just Adderall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Not, not. I, I, that's the only <laughs> time I ever take Adderall is when I'm playing a softball tournament, but it helps me focus in and you know, oh, it does know its job. Performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> that's that's shocking. Uh, so yeah, so softball happens and then like, I'm like, is it the middle of the day when I've been drinking? Cause then you, then you met drunk Kaylin, right? Yeah. And drunk, like drunk Kaylin, like I may or may not remember you, but like, was it at the end of the tournament? Cause usually by then that's when blackout swan comes out <laughs> and she is just, she's like, what's the, um, like the, there was that joke for a while where it was like hurricane it wasn't Hurricane Katrina, but it was like Hurricane Becky or whatever. Like the the name where like she just like comes in and whirlwinds. Yeah, and, you know, she's yeah. just drunk and <laughs> yeah, th that's like like the blackout swan. That those are like my drunk alter egos. So it's like because if <laughs> if you met her, then there's like I I right now me sober Kalen has no fucking clue who you are. Yeah, but also, isn't that just the normal byproduct of? drinking you know what i mean like yeah like, yeah so, so perfect example people always say uh uh drunk words are sober thoughts so it's kind of like yeah you could say alter ego but no one's themselves quote unquote when they're right. under the influence yeah that's that's valid and really i mean like I, <laughs> and i hate to say it i don't hate to say it but like you're telling me this and i definitely understand but 
like I guess it's because in the way we know each other, you just sound <laughs> like the popular super fun girl. And it's like I haven't heard a single bad thing so far. Like, yeah, this seems pretty great. That's like, like that's like the one successful TikTok <laughs> that I had where uh it's like what you think you're getting and it's like a like pretty picture of me. Uh, and then there's like a Zen picture of me in like a yoga shoe. And then <laughs> it's like what you actually get. There's a picture of me at Faster Horses, like holding a beer with my teeth. And then there's there's another picture of me like the on its back. Right, like on a bow and I'm and I'm like just dancing, you know, like and I and I have a uh we it, it's not like Jobby Nooner, but we were out on the east side on what's that like uh uh Lake Superior, the Atlantic. No, uh, I want to say Lake, is it Lake St. Clair? Oh, yes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah. where Jobby is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're like, we're there and we're like at the, the moot, which is like a area. I think, I don't know if it's like a sandbar or what it is, but like everyone uh, like, like goes and like parks their boat there. Yeah. Um. So like I have friends that we went out there for and there's like a video of me wearing <laughs> a life vest because it was hard for me to like as you said well so listen like everyone everyone's tall enough to fucking wait like walk in the water i am not so i had to wear this fucking life vest and that made sense to me so there was like a picture of me like dancing and then there's like me like chugging a beer you know like our roof bongs that we used to have but it's like this is what you actually get and it's funny because like your friends actual, are just worried you couldn't swim right. and didn't want to like deal with a drowned body. The the actual like comments on that TikTok, everyone's like, I fail to see what's wrong here. Right, exactly. You know? And it's like, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong there, but No, and and I get it too. Like I said, I mean, I think it would be different if it were like a destructive thing and you weren't like uh committing to your obligations professional and otherwise, but like it it wasn't like that. At least I don't think so. And like, no, I, no. I, I mean, there were times when I like thought about it, you know, I mean, cause I yeah. do come from a family of addiction, you know, Yeah. but and, which is not, I mean, like for someone who, who doesn't come from a family of addiction, I could see where it's like, Oh yeah, we better like nip this in the bud like right away. Like it's going to, yeah. In. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a problem. Um, let's I'm, I have a fucking baby bladder, so let's just quick pause so <laughs> okay. I can take a leak, and then we'll we'll finish up. So, folks, just one second. Pause. All right, and we're back, folks. I had to empty my bladder, and then my nose decided to have its period. I was I don't I don't know. It was bleeding all over the place. Pork chop bit him. She <laughs> <laughs> she's not violent. She's actually she's passed out right now, and she, her. Her her little piggy snores are like <laughs> genuinely like the cutest thing ever, and now she's like twitching, chasing balls in her. You, you in her, think they're her piggy chains. snores until you're woken out like in the dead of the <laughs> night by like, because <laughs> she does snore like that. She she has literally woke me up in the middle of the night because she snores. She snores like like a five hundred pound man. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. I will. I will send you. If you, you care the next... about her, you get her a sleep apnea machine, and then she would sleep soundly <laughs> every night, and then not wake you up. So I don't, I don't, I don't. That's just. You know, if they made sleep apnea dog, that's actually. I might have to Google that. I don't know if that's actually a thing. If it's I don't not, think we're it's a thing. One. We could. You know what? That that's like the whole thing with my hairdresser. He wants to invent Matsumoto scissors because he thinks they would be sharp. Why? Maybe because the name. I don't know. Because Matsumoto's not sharp. <laughs> 
Kaylin's saying that she's quick-witted and that uh, she, she should be a pair of scissors, I think. <laughs> is that, am I, is that kind of what, is that where we're going with? I mean, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. It works for me. It's really ableist of you to say that you would go to the hairdresser knowing I'm bald. So I don't, I mean, like, I don't, I haven't bought shampoo in seven years. So, like, I don't even know what do a hairdresser does, is. Like, do you not have beard shampoo? It's not a thing. No. Oh. I use not shampoo. Is it a conditioner? No, like, no. Oh. Like, no, nothing. Oh. Yeah, I raw dog. I, I was going to say, like, because if you have that, then that counts. <laughs> Did I. When we first became friends, did I have hair? No. No? I don't think so. Hmm. That timeline is is kind of uh, escaped me because I do remember for the longest time I cut it really short. Maybe uh, maybe you just buzzed it? Yeah, I feel yeah. like you always, like you never had long, long hair. So when I've I- I've w- never known you to have long hair. It, so it, it must have been before we met where I was self-conscious about it because I could tell it was thinning. Mm. And um, you watch Mad Men? Yes. Okay, so like the pompadour, like the, the comb yeah. over. So I literally grew my hair to the length of like down to my nose, the tip of my nose, and then I would like do the thing the or I would slick it back. <laughs> and it was not a comb over. It was a pompadour. It looked fucking good. I looked like Don Draper. And... Um, that I, I I rocked that for the longest time. I and feel then, like that's like a hairstyle nowadays with the Gen Z kids too. Don't, no, no, okay. Let me tell you this. <laughs> One of my many gripes with these Gen Z kids is the fact that uh, for whatever reason, the in hairstyle is just a pile of pubes on the top of their head. <laughs> it's just like a fucking Arby's curly fries pile of shit on their head. Like you and your fucking pube headed cross <laughs> necklace having get the, oh my gosh i just i can't i can't with them say less and it, <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> no cap dude that's like that's that's a young person thing to say that so <laughs> i this see you're i'm having an aneurysm because it's like i just i still can't wrap my head around how gen z operates but so genuine question. So Kaylin um, is, I think, like 40 or something. Um, so 35. She's 35. <laughs> I'm not 40 yet. Even if I was 40, I'd still be 30. <laughs> In Asian years. So um, when I turned 30, it was what should have felt like a milestone. Um, like I thought I was going to feel different. I mm-hmm. thought I was like, okay, I'm an adult now. I'm not in my twenties anymore. Um, you know, despite the fact of like having, uh, you know, a career and, and all this stuff, paying bills. Um, but 31 was m- much more of a punch to the gut than turning 30 was as far as like, Oh, I'm not a kid anymore. Wasn't and your 30s and like COVID too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, t- yeah, I turned 31 last year. So 30 and 2021. 20, oh, and you know what? See, so your, I'm thinking, so Kristen is technically a little bit older than you too, right? So what you, were you born in 91? 
I was, yeah, I was born in okay. 91. Because so she, my birthday is October, I was oh, okay. younger than, like, like in my... So uh, you were one of, like, the younger of the that class. Yeah, yeah. And she was older yeah. of that class. Because she technically should have been a freshman when I was a senior. So a year ahead of you. Right, right, But her right. birthday was late, so she got held back. Yeah, and yeah, and okay. that was... Yeah, I started late. And, and what's funny about that is... So, like, when I graduated uh, high school, in college until October, I was 17. I couldn't oh. even I couldn't even get okay. into an 18 and older bar, right. which, I mean, I did, obviously. But, like, I was 17. Right. And, like, that's, I mean, like, seven, being 17 is a child. But, like. Feels like a millennia ago. <laughs> Probably because it was for me. There's there's a lot of things happening on social media that hit me that are like, "Oh, I'm old." <laughs> because it's like it's like in my mind something that didn't happen that long ago, but it did. Like somebody made a montage of like, "Oh, uh, uh, uh Midwest emo songs that are turning 12 oh my this God. year." And it's yeah. like those came out last year. Right. And it's like, like no, what do you Fall mean? Boy's been around those for are a brand while. New. But um but no, so so did you have that same experience at all or like, or was 30 your milestone or uh, like, or do you even now still like not feel like quote unquote an adult? Like, cause I'm genuinely curious because it's like, it's just a frame of mind, but right. like, you, you think growing up that there's going to be a definitive, like, uh, uh, you know, an event or whatever where it's like, Oh, I'm bam. an adult. Yeah. And then you become an adult and you realize nobody really has any fucking clue what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, so I, first of all, you were at my 30th birthday. I feel like, weren't you? Was, I don't know. Was I? I, uh, I hope so. Probably to be honest, you hung out with us when I was dating Blake, right? Yeah. Because, Which well, one was he? Oh, you know what? I was. Yeah. Yes. He was. He was the guy that I dated from work. Uh, see, now it kind of eludes me. Because I know... I know we hung out after. Because that's when we did Bud Bash. Yeah. And <laughs> Fourth of July. It must have been because... Yeah, so it's been... you. A- no, you were. Because we met when I was fucking around with Dave. So that's, I, mm, and he was before, so he was after Fitz, but before Blake. And there was another guy in between that. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So, so yeah, so, so we did, maybe, maybe that was like, maybe we didn't hang out as much, but I do feel like you had to be there because, and actually now that I think about it. In the basement, there used to be that dryer waste ball wall uh, in the corner by my Uncle John's room. And I remember, I think it was like yes, a couple exactly years, it was a couple years after we were there. So he passed away in 2011. And then I'd met you. And then there was something written on, like we wrote like the the revival of, Yes. The, yeah. Oh my God. And that was 2014. That because okay. I remember I wrote 2014. What did I write? 
I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Holy shit. It was, and we all signed it. Yeah. It was the three of us, and we all signed it. And that's kind of where, like, the whole VIP thing. Oh, my God. You're right. From. That was. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that just blew my mind right now. Oh, my God. I really wish I could remember what that was, but I do. I know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> I don't know what year it was. <laughs> One of the uh, first memories I have was when we were all at B-dubs. And it was the day Paul Walker died. Yeah. And I was like, this is the worst day of my life. I was like, it's super nice to meet you, but I'm so depressed right now. And it was like, oh, just like this is just such a mood killer. I was like, I was all in like my fuckery back then too. Yes. Because I'd just broken up with, uh, well, I didn't break up with him. <laughs> he broke up with me and then it was kind of like ugh, the audacity <laughs> right um how dare someone like, leave me and it kind of sounds like an asshole thing but it like you know like we were we were talking earlier like homeboy cheated on me for many many years so it was mm. like the audacity for you yeah, like who, you don't love me anymore do you think you are? what okay so um yeah i, I remember that because i showed up because I think you guys were all out. And then I was... So he lived in Waterford. That's uh, why okay. I was in Waterford. And I remember, I think, uh, my sister was like, yo, what are you doing? And I was like abiding by the motto or some bullshit like that. <laughs> She's like, oh, if you want, like you can compare it. And I think like at the time, like homeboy was like still trying to figure out what the fuck he was doing that night. And I was like, all right, cool. If you want to fuck around, like you can find out, but I'm going to go like crash my sister's shit right now. Um, cause I, what I remember about that night was there was like, uh, UFC fighting on. Was there? I, and oh. I remember like, like home, like there was like a girl, it wasn't what's her, uh, who's the like famous, UFC women fighter. Ronda Rousey? Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wasn't her, but it was, like, other people. And I remember I was, like, comment, like making commentary about how, like, fucked up the girl's face was. <laughs> um, and then I think the question was, like, I forget if it was you or who asked me, but you, you guys were kind of like, so, like, what are you doing in Waterford? And, and I, like, was very blatantly open, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to fuck some dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that was and that was like kind of the beginning of our friendship and yeah. then i think like we started hanging out more and it was kind of like i i i don't remember like the specifics of like how the life coach and life student thing happened but i think like you were talking about something and i'm like dude just fucking do that yeah like why even and you were like trying to be like reasonable like any person would and like right, wrong way like so. you know like the pros and cons and i'm like no <laughs> fuck that do this and you're just kind of like exactly i attribute my success to so i mean like <laughs> yeah it all worked out and you're like no like really and i'm like yes i'm like clearly i know what i'm talking about like i should be your life coach and you should like it, it was something like very like very like uh What's the word I'm looking for? Innocuous. Like blatant or like, like, no, like this is what you're doing yeah. and you're going to be happy. <laughs> you have no choice here. And then, and then thus sprouted the life coach and the life student. Yeah. And, and again, 
I, I wasn't like some just uh, like backwoods <laughs> fucking like retard not able to just like clothe or feed myself. <laughs> you were not. Which so what I what I was gonna uh, uh, propose to you. The, so the the life coach and life student dynamic is not wrong at all. It's exactly what we are. Um, but I would almost argue, I think, like, because, like, so again, so, like, a life coach to me in my mind is someone, like, more of a father figure where it's, like, let me teach you how to, like, tie a tie and change a tire and stuff like that. Um, you're more of, like, a life spiritual guide <laughs> because it was, like, okay, you have the capacity to, like, navigate through life. But, like, let me just kind of, like, impart some of my wisdom on you and stuff like that because it was for stuff that actually mattered. Not, right. like – Oh hey, this is how you like properly structure a resume. It's like, <laughs> oh no, he knows Which, how to do that. I could do that too. Yeah, I do that for fun. For, oh wait, what? That's yeah, not a fun activity. Uh, I, I don't know. I like doing it. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I, I'm I'm like a life Buddha. Yes, and it's and again, but it's but it's for stuff that mattered. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be like a good example that I want out there, but I can't. Um, I feel really like I remember, um, like, I think it was Charlie, was it Charlie Puth? Is that how you say that person's name? That yeah. singer? Don't act like you don't know. I didn't know if that's like how, like, you said, like, his last name. P- if it was Pluth or Puth or <laughs> Poo? Puthy. <laughs> Pluthe? Pluthe. Fred G. Lee. It's actually Charlie Putt. He just has a yeah. list. Just um, I remember one time when you were single, um, I feel like you were like going, you were interested in a girl or like you were going to go on a date with a girl and like she want, she was like really into that singer. And that's when he was like, it was so like, he was kind of like new and kind of like douchey. <laughs> and you were like, fuck no, she wants to go to this like blah, blah, blah concert or whatever. <laughs> and I, I think like, like my reaction, you know, at the time it was like, well, so I get it and I agree with you, but like, are you trying to get the bang out with this girl, right. like this bitch, or like are you like actually trying to like date date her? Because like if you're trying to date date her, then like no, like don't, because like you don't like there. There's one thing you're not interested in the same music, which you, I'm not saying you have to be like interested in the same music, but like yeah, yeah. from square one, you're already disagreeing on something, right? right. And and I feel like this per like the, like you weren't like necessarily like super interested. I, I don't know why this is like a it's like a core memory, but like we were in the kitchen. I remember this happening. You're like, no, like that's so fucking that's stupid. <laughs> and then and and then I'm like, okay, so again, like, are you just trying to get the bang out, or like, are we trying to like get to know home girl? Because like, yeah. that's something you have to like look at the situation as. Like, yeah, there's a different approach to each. Uh, so that may, maybe that's a good example. Like that's something that like yeah yeah right. Like you're not gonna ask your dad. And maybe, like, maybe you would ask somebody, you know, like. <laughs> ah, uh, nah. So I, I, I think some people have different dynamics with their par- parental figures, and, and that's fine. That's not something I necessarily be like, hey, so, like, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to, like, yeah. should, should I, like, do this? Because, like, I'm just trying to fuck. Yeah. It, it, right. And again, like it's 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 that thing that you don't learn until you go through it, or you find someone who has been through it and can tell you beforehand. That I, it's kind of like 
one of the things, I mean, like you didn't tell me this, but it's like, if you're going to commit a crime, only commit one at once. Like, <laughs> or if don't you're going to drink and drive, don't also text while you're drinking and driving. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, is my tie a clip on? Sure. But guess what? I made it home from the bar last night. I didn't fucking get pulled over because I had the wherewithal to keep my phone down. <laughs> right, right. Or you didn't speed. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, don't speed. And then, like, also don't, like. Or you didn't have expired tags. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah for And sure. so, genuinely, like, uh, uh, wholeheartedly, like, that is more invaluable than, like, just the basic life skills of like here's how you load a washer and dryer like so it's almost like darks and lights the unwritten rules of life that are like you're learning yeah right i don't they're unwritten so they're hard to find right but they're there yeah and thankfully you had the spiritual guidance to be like, <laughs> hey, hey, here you go. It would have been great if you had, like, you know, written down all of these things in, uh, like, sort of a Bible format for me to, like, reference and stuff. Funny, I, I actually do have um, – <laughs> <laughs> funny you say that. Ah. Uh, so I write still. I, I feel like I have a lot of, like, half-written things or, like, a lot of, like – ideas that I like jot down and then just like never go back to but I actually do have saved um it's a manuscript and there's ideas but it's titled sincerely your life coach and it talks and it and it talks like it says like something like uh it, it plays on the fact about how like I'm I'm actually a bad life coach because like I don't follow my own like it's almost like so so like the premise in my head so it was based on you and I actually but like the premise in my head was like I'm giving him all these like life advice type things but it's from like my own fuck-ups yeah because like I fucked up and I found (laughs) out right the wrong way yeah and I'm like listen Linda Linda listen don't do ah. this. Do this instead. Yeah. Well, how do you know? Well, let me tell you this one time at band camp, yeah. I did, you know, like, so, so that was like the kind of like premise in my head. And I actually have, um, I, I like jotted down that it was like stuff like that we had did, like, like based on real life. Right. Oh, yeah. And it was like, like, uh, like there's like a few like lists about like things that like, and I actually, I think I started it. I think there's like a two pages of, that, something that's awesome um i'll have to look it up and find it and like share it with you but yeah no like i actually like thought about it like because here i think that would be like a um so like chelsea handler for example right like she's yeah. a, a comedian i know she's written books yeah. like funny things about like shit she's done in life so that was kind of like where i was going like that could be uh. like a funny novel <laughs> and i feel like people would like relate to it and it would you know what i mean like it might sell Oh, 100 percent. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely publish that as soon as possible. And it's and it's it's just like again, so parents growing up give you advice all the time. Um when they say what am I trying to think of? Um like when you're when you're older, you'll realize that uh, being popular in high school doesn't matter. And you're like, fuck you, mom. You don't <laughs> right. know what you're talking about. Yada, yada. And then like, can't believe I get home. I mean, queen. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then you go through and you're like, oh, yeah, like, if you were popular in high school, you're probably a fucking loser now. And so it's just, it's, it's just you. You're still stuck in the, the black hole of Waterford, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I will never be stuck in the black hole of Waterford. Fuck that place. I hate it so, so, so much. I'm glad I made it out. Um, if you're still there, I'm so happy for you. I love you so much. Um, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just a thing of like, you don't, you don't know until you go through it and like, yeah, people can tell you until the cows come home or whatever the phrase is, but it's like, you don't believe them. I can tell you until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. 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 Blue in the balls, blue in the face, blue dollar tita, but I, um, good song. Do you millennial banger? Oh, it was a millennial banger, wasn't it? Damn it. I recall it. I think I want to say I was in middle school. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what my first exposure to the Blue Man group was. It's a shame. Pivotal part of my uh overall character now. But uh to to go back to your question about I think this kind of ties in. Um, has there ever been a point where, like, I've realized I'm old or, like, I'm an adult, but I'm not an adult? Uh, the thing that made me realize that I'm old is when I saw a clip where some Gen Zer posted something about, like, they so they posted, like, an NSYNC song, and they were like, you guys had NSYNC. that was when i was like oh no like you you didn't do insane dirty like that oh you did and and they thought it was like an acronym yeah the nsync like acdc oh my yep so so they posted that uh and then the other thing that ties into um the gen z thing is uh and this is kind of an older reference, but they like made some reference to, wouldn't it be cool if we had Facebook, but like you could actually like design your page. (laughs) So it's gotten to the point where there's kids today that don't realize that like MySpace, Yeah. that like, that like Tom, Tom gave us everything and we just did him so dirty for Facebook. We absolutely my I learned how to H t- like I learned how to like do like simple coding for oh, HTML. Right. So oh my, my profile could be the best profile. <laughs> and let me just tell you, <laughs> if you got if you were cool enough to be part of my top eight, poof, ooh, prestigious group. You, and and if you got but like, and I know this was like just a thing in general, but like, what did I do to become your? I was your two and now i'm four. Oh, when you got demoted oh yeah or or like when i like made you like top like uh, higher like that was a thing <laughs> that was a thing and you so, genuinely you felt you're like oh my god oh you did me yeah what and then and then they did that bullshit thing where they upped it to 12 or yeah whatever, yeah it was like right 10 before. or 12 or and it's like Bitch, th- then like, it was hard because it was like god now i gotta like actually like add more yeah people. what have you done to deserve my top right. 12 or whatever right 
Yeah, MySpace yeah, the, ran so Facebook <clears throat> could walk or whatever the correct yeah, phrase is. Yeah, those were, those were two, were two pivotal moments where I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. So I'm old. I'm old? Question mark. I'm eh? old. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, to to divert. Um, Kaylin still has her Christmas decorations up, which I respect. <laughs> but uh, the first stocking above her fireplace says "Daddy." Um, <laughs> is this one of your gentleman callers, or like? No, my grandma made that for my grandpa. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> just checking, just checking. Because uh, that isn't the next one, Mama. It is. It is. Which is my. But grandma. I was so focused on Daddy <laughs> that I was like, "Wow, like that dude." gave it to her he got a stocking <laughs> like that's that's no fucking awesome. no yeah that was my uh my grandpa who oh. i never knew actually he died before i was born oh but story goes he played baseball and he would have really appreciated me for my softball ah that's where you get it from okay yep. did you know that india gained its independence the same year that jackie robinson took the field i did not isn't that fucking wild like, the more you know. <laughs> With the rainbow. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what led me down this rabbit hole a couple of weeks ago, but I learned that India gained its independence in 1947, and I was like, no, they've been like their own independent society for millions of years. There's no fucking way that they were owned by another country. Um, and then, like, what is it like? Uh, Pakistan broke off or whatever. It was 1940. There are people alive today that were like, "Yeah, like I remember India becoming its own country." That is wild to me. Like those, I That's hope they crazy. feel old. Like, but, but well, like, am I not wrong to think that like when you think of India, you're like, "Oh, they have a yeah, rich no, history like, of like billions of years." Yeah, but they weren't their own country. Huh? Isn't that wild? That is wild. In case you ever wanted like an insight, like where my brain goes yeah, during the yeah. day when I have enough time on my hands. <laughs> I mean, my brain's like that too. I like, except like when my brain goes down like rabbit hole things, it's more like, did so for example, did you know, go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog is a palindrome and you can read it forwards and backwards. So that's like my <laughs> brain. It's like race car, but like more I, complex. It's like taco cat. See, but when I think Taco Cat, though, I think of the, like, the Nanan Cat, yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. Nan, 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 nan. <laughs> I was, but I the was Taco just cat. about to say. Yeah. Which, that's a whole thing. Like, and it, that's old. And it, and it was. That was, like, the early beginnings of, like, GIFs or GIFs or whatever the fuck those things are called. Y- I yeah, like, GIFs. the internet. Right. And, like. The but, beginnings of the internet. We were alive for the beginnings of the We were the last generation, like. That had both, not technology and technology. Like there was a oh, thing that yeah, I saw, yeah. um, and it was like, there was one day, as a child, that you went out to play <laughs> for one last time, oh and my God. never went out and played again. Fuck. Right? Like you, you went out and played your childhood games, and then just never. Like, you rode your bikes for the last time and then just never did it again. But, like, we were, like, the start. <laughs> like, you made a comment, like, uh, break the internet. Al- hear that, Al Gore? Yeah. Break the internet. <laughs> like, like, we, like, 
we were alive before the internet. Yeah. Like we used to have to look shit up in encyclopedias. I remember there used to be a dude who would come around the neighborhoods trying to peddle encyclopedias. And I wanted oh. those so bad. I begged <laughs> my dad <laughs> to buy the f- 500 set encyclopedia about whatever. I think he bought two and it cost him probably $500. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but, say. And then I never used it. Those bitches weren't cheap. And then I never used it. That, that was kind of like the time when... uh. Like, I was, like, dead set. Like, I wanted, like, a $50 pen at Office Max and begged my dad to buy this $50 pen, which I I don't know why it was 50. And and I'm over-exaggerating. It wasn't, like, literally $50. But it was an expensive pen is what I'm getting at. And, like, I had to come up with, like, a reason, and he bought it for me. And then he's like, you better not lose it. And then, I, you know, eventually I ended up losing it. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) You know, there's like shit like that where like one day you you did you know you you had certain things and then you didn't and then like like there was the start of things and then now it's common like yeah. who who would have thought in the '90s when the interwebs became a thing that you know we would literally be using the internet for what we use it now and this is so this is an argument I had um, um, a while ago. Real quick, let me just I, like literally. I hope the mic is picking up this like this <laughs> piggy right now. Porkchop is snoring away, but it she sounds like Babe. Like she's her one of her nicknames is Snorter Pigs, <laughs> and I and I call I call it Snorter Piggin. I'm like, hey Snorter Pigs, you Snorter Piggins? <laughs> so stupid. It, it, that borderline sounds like a racial slur, but I love <laughs> it. I'm so here for it. Um, snorter Piggins? Yeah, these fucking Snorter Piggins moved in next door. Now the property values are going down. <laughs> God damn it. Um, what, was I, what was I just saying before? Um, we were talking about using the internet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. For what we use it for now. So I was arguing that like back in the day, the internet was the wild, wild west. And, like, it's a cliche joke that goes around the idea. But, like, you could watch a beheading video and the most, like, just outrageous pornography you've ever seen with no, uh, like, uh, knowledge of really how to – like, it was just, like, there on the front page of, like, most websites. It was easily accessible is what I'm looking for. Right. So – Shit was wild back then and, like, easy to find. And, like, yeah, sure, there's still, like, messed up stuff on the internet now. But, like, don't you think that, like, there's just way more moderation that keeps a lot of the crazy stuff from coming out? Yeah, I mean. Because you have to dig now, right? You do. That's my point. I mean, and and there's, like, firewalls and, you know, like, like certain age-restricted things. And, like, you have to go to the dark web. Yeah. And, and like, Certain stuff like that like online communities are like moderated and right. stuff like they don't even you know yeah. allow certain words to be said but like it's it's just that it's you like get too unruly they kick you out yeah fucking fascist <laughs> but it's it's literally like like so uh new year's day whatever the year was that saddam got hung we watched oh, that yeah. video like we started that year in the morning while the cinnamon rolls were in the oven 
watching Saddam get hung. And it wasn't like we had to have an onion fucking router and VPN to find it. <laughs> it we Googled it. We Googled yeah. the video. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is fucked up. Well, I mean, to that aspect, too, like, think about, like, the early, early days of the internet when, like, chat rooms. Like, yeah. I, I was literally probably in middle school in random chat rooms asking ASL <laughs> probably to some like 52 year old like fat bald man like you know like yeah i remember fapping, responding to you. Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> like whatever uh like just inappropriate i mean they used to have like sex rooms like it was basically like sex chat rooms oh like i i remember like like what's that? Let's go in there, and then like people like that. That was like the whole like beginning of like the <laughs> like cybering. Like cybering was like oh, the yeah. beginning of like uh, sexting. Yep, that yep. was like early sexting. I remember I used to rant like uh, we would get so I pretended to be older, and I would send like a picture of Sarah Michelle Geller, like young Sarah Michelle Geller, to like random people. Like that's who I was. Wait, like. <laughs> Like as a th- like this is uh, who I look like or like a like a fake nude. No, I mean she wasn't nude. Oh okay. No. She, you know, it was just like a picture of her. Oh okay. Like okay, they, okay, they would yeah, a, yeah. a, a it was, what was it? it was like A S L age sex location and then I think there was an option for like picture. Oh I don't I don't know there, there was some, I forget what it was but like yeah oh. I used to send like a picture of Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's that's who I was. That's hysterical. And it was like actually just whichever horse won the Kentucky Derby that year. You're like, this is Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> well, the funny, like, because I feel like I like searched for like not like a, a like a like new picture. So like people would like no one ever questioned me. Oh. It was never a question. Like It was never like that's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, damn, you, damn, you're hot. Yeah. And then it, then it was, like, awkward because, like, I was in, like, seventh grade, like, and I'm, like, what do I do with that? Yeah. I, I don't know, like, what's, like, you just, you asked her a picture. What it's do funny. I, what do I do with that now? Did you, Run like, away, run away. <laughs> <laughs> was it, like, had you just watched Pretty Woman and Mich- Sarah Michelle Gellar was, like, like, how did you land on her? Uh, I was a big Buffy fan. <sighs> that yeah. makes way more sense. yeah 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 so but and like in hindsight it's probably funny because i'm sure in those chat rooms like you were trying to participate and they're like this person's 12 like (laughs) (laughs) um well you know like in in pending the chat room i never like said my real age oh no yeah no me neither i was was always like 22 yeah 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 i was never 12 and isn't it funny that like even like we not that it's the right thing to do but like we had the wherewithal to lie oh yeah we were being oh yeah you know know. it's, it's wild too because like i feel like back then it was stranger danger yeah but it wasn't yeah, like it, it was, it was like socially acceptable right. that we were middle schoolers in a chat room mm-hmm. just talking. Yeah, and and I was actually having this conversation the other day with a coworker about how like just how much the world has changed. And and you know what? It in the same aspect, it's changed, but I feel like it hasn't changed too. Yeah. It's just it's more prevalent because I feel like it's it's 
more easily acceptable to do like quote unquote bad things. Yes. Right. So like, oh, yeah. I'm sure when we grew up, like there was still the same amount of like psychotic motherfuckers <laughs> out there doing bad shit. Right. But like it wasn't rampant to where I feel like nowadays, like because it's so accessible yeah. that it's easier to do stuff like that. Right. So like like back then when like the internet first became a thing and there was like chat like sites and things like that. And you were innocently in there telling people like, oh, yeah, I'm from Michigan or whatever. Right. And you were connecting with a person. Yeah, that dude might be, you might be talking to like a 42 year old lesbian, you know, who, who you know, or like a 80, 81 year old person. And they might be a pervert. They might be not not weird, but like they never like acted like that that was it like it stopped at that like it was just a conversation right. it was it yeah, was yeah. it was just on the internet it didn't take like nowadays if that happens like they can they can like burrow into your computer and find out where the fuck you are next yeah. thing you know you are like getting kidnapped by like like <laughs> some crazy man at, like uh the the girl who the UPS driver like that thing where she there was the UPS driver who like kidnapped the little girl and like murdered her that was in the was news it? recently oh i no i genuinely um, didn't hear about that yeah so so like it's stuff like that that like i feel like you hear more about now and i'm not saying that it didn't happen back then oh, when we were kids yeah yeah but like it's like people like take it the next step where it, it was more innocent back then <laughs> you know like and we and we were talking about how like so my coworker has kids. Gross. And <laughs> right, well, you know, I told her I'm like I'm just gonna live vicariously through you. It's it's <laughs> it's fine. Um, I don't care how hot they are. <laughs> we we were talking about how, like, back then, like I t- I used to babysit people, right? Like I took like a I, I used to read the babysitters club that was a like a book series and yeah. you know like i felt like i was certified through that i also actually took like a course to become a babysitter <laughs> and i was like very proud of it and i would like babysit the neighbor kids i would babysit my sister you know sure. stuff like that but like nowadays not only do you have to be more careful about like the qualifications of the person that's going to watch your children it's also more expensive oh right sure. so stuff like that but then there was a, a comment made on some social media site um, where someone was saying how, like, when he thinks about what he did growing up compared to, like, what his kids do nowadays, like, he, there's no way he would let his... And the example was, when I grew up, I used to ride my bike all around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I chimed in, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, when I grew up, we would ride our bikes around until it got dark out until the lights came on. My dad had this like whistle, you know, like yeah, whistle, like yeah, the loud yeah. whistle. And if you heard that, you knew it like that. That's how I knew how to come home. And if you heard it twice, like, Oh fuck, like I, yeah, I better get home. home trouble, and then it was yeah. third time. It's like, my ass is going to get beat. <laughs> Don't you know? Come home. <laughs> right. Right. So there was that, but then also like, we used to ride our bikes through like the college and go to like the McDonald's. And it was like just the group of neighborhood kids. Like that was just what we did. Mm -hmm. And they were saying like his his comment was like, I would never let my kids do that nowadays. And I, 
and, and he and his argument was like just the way the world is yeah like you have to be more careful right and not and again not saying that like back then we didn't have to be as careful yeah but it's almost like it i feel like the the normal things that happen nowadays were almost like unfathomable back then yeah i think yeah i think it would be like <laughs> it i think it's uh Pork chop just snorted again. A big one. I think it's. I hope I sleep that well in my life ever, at some point. But no, I no, I I think it's it's that thing of like um, back then that we do still have now, where it's like you you don't think it's gonna happen to you, right? And so it's like ah, you know, just we'll go whatever. Um, but like kind of to your point, I think the issue is just really like the speed at which we get information, like the frequency of it. And then the larger point of that just being like, you know, the media only posts salacious stories for the clicks and stuff. And so like, yeah, you think like, like there's school shootings every day, but like really it's not. And like, yes, there's a lot, but there were also bad things back then, but you didn't find out about it until a week fucking later. That's you know valid. what I mean? Like, like a yeah. kid goes missing and then you didn't find out until you got your milk carton. And it's like, now crimes are happening and people are live tweeting a video as, as it's happening it ha- before yeah. the police are there. Yeah. And so like, you feel like it's like, Oh my God, bad shit happens every day. And it's like, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent it does, but it doesn't mean that you yourself are unsafe or whatever. And it's a double sided coin of like, people don't think, Oh yeah, that's never going to happen to me. But then also like, okay, yeah, bad stuff does happen in the world. So I'll keep you as safe as I possibly can. And I think back then, like before we were born, like there was more of a sense of like community Mm -hmm. and the community at large did a better job at like looking out for one another. Whereas now it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna like those. Ain't, these ain't my kids. Like that baby don't look like me. I'm not fucking <laughs> looking out for him. You know, I, like really like, and so I don't have kids. I can't attest to it at all, but like to a certain extent, I can't blame parents for thinking like that. Like you, well, it, and you made a good point too. Like the, at the speed of which we get, news and things nowadays too i feel like in a sense also kind of perpetuates this sense of like helicopter parenting yeah as they say so like i feel like parents are almost more protective nowadays than like what they were back then right do you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's just different stuff yeah right right you know like I mean, like, we, like the conversation that I had with my coworker, she's like, there's no way I would let my kids, like, go bike through the neighborhood. Yeah. And it's like, and that was, like, common. And, and she even agreed. She's like, yeah, I did that as a kid, too. Right. She's like, but would I let my kid? No. <laughs> no. You know. <clears throat> but then don't you also think, and then it's like, well, then what are you going to let them do? Right? Because, like, I, right. I don't think, I don't well, think and she's. I, 
And to her defense, I feel like it was more of like a like um, our conversation. Like I was saying, like, oh yeah, like we were leaving the neighborhood, going through a college, going to the McDonald's, yeah, and then dr- spending the majority of the time in the college riding our bikes, and then coming home. And it was like an all day excursion, yeah, like in the summer. I her to her point, I think she was like, I probably wouldn't let my kids do that. Hmm. But I think she was like, you know, because like just the other day, she like her kids, we had, they had a snow day and her babysitter couldn't come over. So she got creative and she had the neighborhood kids watch her kids and they, they were like outside rolling snowballs. Huh. So like they were still being children, right? Being kids. But uh. I think it's maybe more of like an extent of like what parents allow their kids to do. Yeah. Right. And, and I feel like that's because of all the negativity that we usually see. Right. Right. I mean, I personally, I don't watch the news. I don't like, <laughs> if I hear about something in the news, it's because I saw it on social media and, the, or it's this, when I'm at Matsumoto Sunday dinner with my aunt and she's got the TV on and the news is playing like mm-hmm. 60 minutes or whatever. Cause that's what she watches. Cause she's older. And the, well, six, uh, 60 minutes. Isn't, isn't that like or a, 60 um, seconds? I forget, it's either it's one of those, but they talk about shit. Minutes, I think. But that's almost more like a like a documentary style. Yeah, thing. yeah, kind like, of. Have you ever watched the local news? I mean, she yeah, she like so like she she'll have the local news on sometimes when I'm there too, <laughs> and I I just and and we joke about it because she she's starting to like not watch it as much, but she's like she'll be like, did you hear about that? And I'm like, I don't watch yeah. the news. But then again, like, so again, that's like that generational difference. Like she's part of the silent era and yeah, but, but I'm like, no, like I don't watch the news cause there's never anything good. It's ne- somebody got killed. There's pr- police brutality here. Um, there's, you know, another shooting. There's a mass murder. There's some psycho fucking Kanye's killing. canceled. Right? Fucking <laughs> everything. Don't even like, get me started on cancel culture. This is why we can't have nice things. And it, and it is. Don't. We could have a whole fucking. We'll do another episode to like cancel culture. But oh, hundred like, percent. We we can we can even we can make some we can make some enemies and talk about like Gen Z trying to cancel the wrong fucking people. Yeah. Like, and my biggest qualm, and y'all can fight me for this when you try to cancel Eminem. Did that happen? Oh yeah. They they so they tried to cancel Eminem because of his song with Rihanna. Uh. Oh. I, I can't think of the title, but it's like that love the way you lie. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. So they tried to that? cancel it. Cause so that's like kind of about domestic violence, right? The, the song. Oh, wait, I, <clears throat> uh, I guess I like genuinely don't remember. So, uh, I, I I'm going to butcher the lyrics, but it's like stand there and watch you burn. But that's all right. Or, Stand there. Oh, yeah. But that's all all right. right, I love the way you lie. Okay. Yes. And and supposedly, I feel like that was kind of about like, because wasn't she with Chris Brown? Wasn't he the dude? Yeah. Beat the shit out of her. So they were trying to say, they were trying to cancel him because they made that song because, so because they were like, oh, like she was. Be, like she was in a domestic violence situation with Chris Brown, but the song itself 
was to like bring awareness right to domestic violence yeah so which, it was like a positive yeah which we as develop people understand <laughs> yes but they were trying to cancel him in the in the in, in my qualm i'm not against cancel culture i feel like there's plenty of things out there that probably need to be canceled however if it's not the appropriate context then it shouldn't like you you need to know it's what i'm saying is know your fucking shit before you cancel something right exactly right and or if, if it's something older we need to cancel snoring <laughs> maybe understand so like i know like at one point like people were trying to cancel mel brooks for like his help me out um so Mel Brooks, I want to say, and I might be butchering this. I think he was a director, producer of a lot of like older shows that I had you're a lot of Weinstein, of racial Dan Schneider. No, it was Mel Brooks. There's like a famous Mel Brooks. I'm gonna have to Google. <laughs> um, but like they were trying to like cancel him for like certain reasons, like saying that he was racist. But then they were like, no, no, like he was actually like not or like there was like but but again it was like kind of like the time period i i think what am i trying to say like there's certain things during that time period that were perceived differently more socially acceptable yes and in hindsight looking back right like when you look back you're like oh wow like that didn't age well Yeah, yeah yeah but like it didn't mean what it meant then that it's perceived as now. Yes. Does that and, make sense? Oh, absolutely. No. And that, and that's, and that's the funny thing where it's like, um, the, the speed at which Mel people Brooks are is an American actor. Oh. oh, and filmmaker. Oh, Mel Gibson Brooks. Yeah. He's older, but Mel get, did you hear what he did? Oh my God. <laughs> Things he had to say. No, but, okay, so wait, what what I what is the controversy? I don't know. I'm googling it right now. Uh, let's see. Mel, I'll do Mel Brooks cancel culture. <laughs> I don't know. And 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 yeah, we will we'll we'll save it for like a, a true another time, but like I um I don't know. I guess have a so Oh, I, it was about blazing saddles. And <clears> what was the issue? So this article that I'm reading is from the New York Post, and it says, Whoopi Goldberg defends blazing saddles against cancel culture. Don't make <laughs> me come for you. That's the title. Interesting. Um, so it says she got fired up defending... So it's a satire. It's a, it's a, it's a satirical Western that he made Okay. Um, called Blazing Saddles. And she said that... She was trying to defend Mel Brooks from cancel culture because they were claiming that, like, the jokes in that particular film took racism too far. But I think the I think the general gist is like what they didn't understand is it was a a satire, Oh. right? Right. So like, there's reasons that they're like it was made and filmed and like produced in the way that it was. 
But if you don't have that context and you're just watching it, then and then you're like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, like what? Right. And that's and that's and that's what's that's what makes it so hugely important is context. Right. Well, and like the same can be said to like give it like a better example. Um, for example, like the um, like the parodies of so like when they made the parodies of like uh, the like two thousands films that were like popular. Um, scary movie. Right. The scary movie films. Oh. Where they're, where they're like making fun of like yeah all the like. Night like late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, like I know what yeah, you did yeah. last summer, the screams. Like I feel like that's kind of the same like genre. Right. Right. It, obviously, like it's not as bad, but like I feel like there's probably some things. Well, actually, a good example, um, I think it wasn't one of those where like the guy with the like, that's my strong hand. Yeah. Do you know what I'm, <laughs> like like so that? So like I feel like that out of context could be taken the wrong way. Like, oh, they're they're making fun of a guy with a disability. Obviously, I'm I'm like fishing here, but like you know, again, I'm saying like there's certain things if you don't have the appropriate context, yeah. that you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, and and that's the problem I think with a lot of cancel culture is they don't do the due diligence. Yes, oh, of 100% right. Getting that, the background and getting the context, they they just react. Yeah. And they but they also they don't people don't realize exactly like people don't realize what racism is and and like what I mean by that is like um like being like racism is you know, like ignorance of a certain uh, culture or whatever, and 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 thinking you're superior to a, a group or, or whatever. Ignorant um, bigots. Yes, but what's getting convoluted and confused now is just a like literal reference to something that like historically happened. So like, I, the only example I can kind of think of right now is that like. If someone made the boy in the striped pajamas, they'd be like, "Oh, this is, <clears throat> this is anti-Semitic or whatever." And it's like, "Yeah, no, like, it's, it's a movie about a thing that happened." Like, yeah, like yes, Hitler bad, depending on who you ask. But like, <laughs> it's not, it's not an anti-Semitic film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. so that is to your point the missing context, but it's also just like. Yeah, we weren't saying that like, oh yeah, we're so glad the Jews got you know fucking killed by the million. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's like no, like it's just a film about something that happened. I, and I, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a whole thing that like I just I don't know. I I personally think we've kind of like jumped the shark on, um, and really more so just because it's like, <laughs> like we need to cancel. Harvey Weinstein and it's like well he literally is went to jail like you don't need right. to cancel a criminal <laughs> like, right he, he's that's our, his punishment he, right. yeah, so he, he like went to jail yeah so he's a criminal <laughs> I I don't know I just I've given a lot of thought and I think I'm still going to see Bill Cosby when he goes back on tour uh I think I think he's he's served his time he's he's I didn't you even know, know he was gonna be going on tour 
Oh, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, I had my Google alerts were going crazy. I was like, front row, let's what? fucking go. Well, when I think of Bill Cosby, uh, in college, there was some. So this is like the again the early internet uh, where they were like poking fun of things, and I just remember there was like this song, and uh, it, it was like. What do you like to play? Pokemon. And then it was like Bill Cosby. And he was like, <laughs> and then he's like, the kids, they listen to the rap. It gives them the brain damage. You see? And then it was like, and a hipping and a hopping and a bipping and a bopping and a, what did you, I'll have to like show you. And then he was like, LOL. But like, that was a, like, a, that's what I think of. And, and then I think, so. I feel like little Kukuk was like visiting his brother because like we were friends and they were like our neighbors. And then I like I just distinctively remember he was like cracking up about that because he was like, kids, they listen to the rap. It gives them the brain damage. Hipping and a hopping in a bit. I don't even know. It was like a parody of like a song, I feel like. Probably. I kind of vaguely remember. Uh, and what do you like to play? Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I got nothing it, to it, that, Caitlin. Like, not, like, there, nothing. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm trying not to. Uh, Bill Cosby. Off episode one, rap. get myself in trouble. Let's, like, make it to, like, 20 or 25 <laughs> before I go off. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's an, it's a, a generational and era thing too, you know, and, and again, not if it's excusable, but at the same time, it's like, you know, not everything is the crime against humanity and so on and so forth. I, I don't know. I found it. Obviously, just like clips of him, yeah, put into a rap, <laughs> which is ironically the least of the worst things he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Uh, early early internet for you folks. That that was like back in the days of like you're the man now dot com. You probably don't even know what that is. That was like MySpace days. No. Or like um God, Meatspin. Did you ever know what Meatspin? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, in college we used to put Meatspin when people would leave for the weekend at Central. <laughs> When they came back, like the amount of spins that were on, <laughs> yeah, like that was shit. That like, and again, like stuff like that. Like they're probably like, you did what? Like that's what you did for fun? Like we used to have yeah. axe wars, not like with an like an actual like axe, but like the spray. About it, yeah, you spray it like. Um like like mace with someone. Yeah, we'd yeah, like run like, out. Haha. <laughs> 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 It'd be in like fu- my fucking eye. I'd have like fucking axe pink eye for like a week and I'd not be able to see. And then like, yo, slap the bag. You like fucking slapping the wine bag. Like, but you're dying from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> that and getting axed in the eye. Well, yeah, I mean, like, and then, you know, and then you've got like 2,000 meat spins on your computer. <laughs> And the best part about that website was it was to you spin me right round, yeah. baby, right round. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, the good old days, as, oh, as they yes. like to call them. It was the good old days. I miss those days. Times were so much simpler back then. Well, and you know what? They were. Um, but but that's we're we're gonna bring it back. Oh think, hell yeah! I think this is it's it's the perfect time. Uh, whether you like it or not, to start a podcast um, because we've jumped or we've we've swung too far in the other way of of politically correct humor. So I'm I'm here to revive it. Um, oh hell yeah! I'm I'm not gonna say I'm this generation's Howard Stern, but I do say that a lot. And I did get it on a T-shirt, so I think <laughs> it's uh, very appropriate. But um, so if you're Howard Stern, who am I? Uh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you. You're not black? No. Anyway, okay. Um, so, <laughs> folks, um, so we've been... I'm Asian. W- we're similar in the way where we don't crack. We don't age. That's... You're <laughs> <laughs> What's the phrase? Like, black don't crack? Th- there's, like, an Asian version. Um, I always just said, once you go Asian, you solve the equation. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Well... On that note... I wasn't ever very good at math, but um, ironically, neither was I. But um, <laughs> there is a sound for that, which I I wish I had queued up. But um, don't worry, I got you. Just so this is the first episode, folks. Um, we went much longer than expected, <laughs> and I'm super pumped about it. I didn't. I'm very glad that it that it has gone as long as it has. Um, and we're gonna do more. This is the first one. Um, and I. Very much appreciate you offering up your time and space uh, to volunteer to do this with me. It well, really we, like it means are, a lot. What did you say in the beginning? We are in Austin, Texas. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And thank you to Joe Rogan and Jamie for being here. Uh, this is super awesome of them. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Austin is the comedy capital of the United States now, so that's why I moved there. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll be here for, for the, for the time being. So it was, was great. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you flying out for it. Oh, so, for sure. 
That was awesome. Uh, and pork chop. chop, your contributions were minimal, but uh, still also greatly appreciated. We'll have her and more, more. We'll have her uh, provide more <laughs> input in future episodes. Yeah, she will be. I mean, like I want my hundred bucks back to that <laughs> I gave her for being on the show. Um, and uh, also, just to put it out there. If you Venmo me $1,000, I will tweet a picture of Kaylin's tits. So uh, Venmo me at uh, NotDannyD, and uh, we'll get that going. But no no photos until the goal is met. Um, before we sign off, I mean, do you do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything like to, to, to say or end on? Put your socials out there. Uh, any, yeah. Um, I think the majority of my socials are just KK Matt's. Which is my AOL screen name. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like it. Also, I love it. my uh, my father helped me get that. Uh, I remember I was having like a midlife crisis because <laughs> I couldn't figure out what what. I mean, that's a big thing. What what's your AOL screen name going to be, right? Yeah. Uh, Pivotal. It is my first initial, middle initial, and the first <laughs> four <laughs> of my <laughs> last name. So, uh, creative. It's also a tattoo that i have um (laughs) i actually got this mildly drunk in my friend's kitchen nice and my other friend the girl that she was talking to at the time was an amateur tattoo artist which is why it's so terrible (laughs) compared to all the rest of the like tattoos that i have that are actually professionally done um by a phenomenal i'll plug him his name's adam seymour he's phenomenal out of clausen uh yeah eternal tattoo um but yeah this is uh this is definitely not that (laughs) but i I have my AOL screen name tattooed on my wrist well so yeah you can follow me on gonna be your social security number the instagrams (laughs) and well i'm not that on facebook but i don't think kids nowadays even do the book of face so yeah uh, i think that's my tiktok the ticks of tox. <laughs> I think that's also what my handle is on there. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me. It's public, so you can check it out. Porkchop also has her own Instagram. It's the does. underscore porks. Although I will say, I'm. This is why I'm not um, Insta dog famous because I'm very lazy <laughs> with with hers. Um, I'm definitely not a Maxine the corgi. Um, oh, like the famous like New York um, corgi dog influ- like homeboy like actually quit his job he's like a full time like and, and I blame part I'm like yo like if you were if you had a fresh booty all the time <laughs> like, like Maxine then <laughs> we, we would be rich too um, but no truthfully I'm, I, I post actually more pork chop stuff on my account than I do on hers and it's you know hey She's it's great. here nor there. She's great. She is. She. I mean, she's she's a pork chop. <laughs> well, all right. That uh, that'll wrap it up for the first episode. So uh, yeah. See you, folks. Goodbye. Bye.